You just met one of them. Now, now I have a feeling that you're going to hear that a lot. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I, I, all I'm saying is, yes, you're going to hear this sound effect a lot. There's three gods in Texas. The Almighty Self, Army States, That's Buster me. Welch, There's and two. George Strait. You just met one of them. That, that'd be me. That would be me. Now, see, Stone Cold Steve Austin lives in Nevada now, so we had to take him off the list. So it's me, Buster Welch, and George Strait. So there you go. There you go. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Rain, rain, go away. My God, we started working on an arc yesterday. Holy shit. Don't get me started on the fucking Rangers bullpen. They did it again yesterday. Oh, that was fucking maddening. That was so maddening. Can, can the, could the bullpen be worse? You lost three games in a row. Now, now, out of nowhere, I, I got a listener mail this morning. Hold on a second here. Uh, just real fast, all listener mail brought to you by our good friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest, the, they, 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 they like to traffic senior citizens. So, Oh, what a beautiful morning. Ooh. Welcome to Mail Call. Scumbag, pay attention! It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, 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 we 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 actually have a um, th- this uh, email sent by Harrison, and and he needs uh, something answered for me. So um, yesterday, out of nowhere, V Coop sent me a copy of uh, a song that he wrote, and, and we're going to try to do it this morning. So uh, here you go. Here's the latest Ask Arnie song. And during the few moments that we have left. We want to talk <clears throat> right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Look in my ass, what do you see? A man with diabetes I fucked your mother Did I make a cream? Did I do everything to avoid a baby? Oh, you will have to go and ask Arnie How many cows have got my D? You'll have to go and ask Arnie Go ask Arnie. There cries no radio prize when the scab speaks. He is full of lies. You're show is fun and gluten-free. Oh, it is time to go and ask Arnie. I laugh at you, you laugh at me. Sponsor my show, I need money. Oh, it is 
it's time to go and ask Arnie. JS Floors, work's guaranteed. You come and ask Arnie. I ask Arnie. It's time to ask Arnie. I want McDonald's fried apple pies When an order board speaks I want some fries You don't have to fuck cows with me But my only fans, well, it's not free There you go Woof, man Boy, he did a good job right now. When I, I I rehearsed that one like three times. Whew. That one that one takes it out of me there. Boy, I got into that shit. Man, oh man. Good job, V Coop. Bravo. Hold on. Let's give V Coop a, a round of applause. All right, all right, all right. Now let me let me read the letter now. Um let's see, it is from Harrison. I didn't know you changed your jobs. You're working at Tech now. That's awesome. Uh, he says, with NFL draft day one day away, yesterday, meaning today, can you please discuss your first-round draft proje- uh, projections? Who you want versus who you think teams will draft? Will the Cowboys trade up for Bajon Robinson or will the Cowboys target the Utah tight end Dalton Kincaid? I've heard the Eagles and Texans are also potential landing spots for Bajon. Thank you, Hunter uh, Harrison. Uh, appreciate that, buddy. Today is Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy uh, day, and we will be discussing it at length. Me and Joe, we we have it where 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 it's set. We have the first five picks that we're going to say who they will take and who they should take, and then I'm going to do the Cowboys. And since Joe's a big Steelers fan, I'm going to let him do the Steelers along with a bunch of other sports stuff. But yes, Harrison, we will take care of that today. So thank you very much for your email, and thank you, V Coop. For the amazing, amazing song. Time to say some good mornings here. Uh, let's see. First one here today is... We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, Dr. States and ass family. Braddy Kid, for some odd reason, said first. Oh, my lucky stars. Well, you ain't first. You, you were second. You, you were the first person to be in second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm serious, but 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 I hope you have a great day today. Jasmine says, "Morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve." Right back to you, my friend. My wife gets a new car today. Man, what the fuck? Let's get ready for the antics of Doctor States and Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Indeed. By the way, a special co-host for about an hour tomorrow. Roscoe will be on this show tomorrow. Good news there. Fantastic little Roscoe in the house. Um, Becca. Becca. Uh, De- Derek, Becca, is that you? Yes, yeah, there he is. Good morning, ass family. It's Friday Eve. Let's do this. Battleborn says shit. Sure happy it's Thursday. Good morning, ass family. Special Kale says Super Trooper songs. Uh, what was that? Stop the Rock. Can't stop the Rock. It, stop the Rock. Can't stop the Rock. Hockey player says good morning, ass family. Right back at you. At least they used this song, I think. Get her did, Sanchez family says. Uh, Triple Mama 5 says, Buenos dias, ass family. Well, hello there, Triple Mama 5. How are you today? 
Gold says, happy Friday Eve, y'all. Kings are doomed. Cowboys girl says, hey, now, another game awaits. Go Kings. Kings are done. They got they got to play a game in Golden State where they haven't won. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. You got to win two now, man. They had they had it in their favor. They they had to win the best two out of three in two home games. They had tough, 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 tough. Stars won or Rangers lost, but Stars play I think tonight. Uh, Cowboys girls laughing. Fred says my new favorite song. Hangtown Jen in the house. Good morning, Hangtown Jen. How are you today? My goodness. Hello there, friends. It's time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go make some chunky nuggets. Chunky nuggets right there. Wow, perfect timing and all new Ask Arnie. So you, you should have been here yesterday. We debuted yet another brand new Ask Arnie. Hey, Jen, were you not here for yesterday? Because if you weren't here for yesterday, I can redo it. I can uh, great lyrics, V. Coop. Cold man, that's a good one. Uh, did not dot not feather reporting for duty. All right, appreciate that, Stackar. Uh, man, oh man, do we have a lot to get to today? Uh, like I said, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be on the show today. Um, no, you you missed it. Okay, well we have to do this for Jen. We we got to do this. Uh, good news. Uh, good morning, ass family. A's news for the day. They're on pace for thirty-two wins this year. Yeah, be happy you got one against us, damn Rangers. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Brand new song uh, debuted yesterday. I'm very proud of this one. I, I'm very proud of the new one, too. I like the new one a lot, too. But this one is, uh, I, this one could be my, one of my new favorites. <clears throat> let, me, let me make sure I got all the right sound effects everywhere. There we go. Turn that down a little bit. That's a little loud. You're going to like this one, Jen. All my exes have switched sexes And that is just plain insane to me But all my exes change their sexes And that's why I'm happy to be in Texas Robert's down in Sack Town wearing frilly things. Then there's Dawn, whose weight went wrong and is a hippo now. Brandon tried and tried and tried, couldn't fill my shoes. And it's sad that they all share in the ratings blues now. It's time for me to help you. All you have to do is write to me. And you should go do it now. Or I'll be forced to go out and fuck a cow. There you go. There you go. The latest and greatest, thanks to my man, George Strait. There you go. So, uh, there you go. You're all caught up now. Great songs. First line fucking song of the decade. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, now, if you think my singing's bad, 
Did you see what happened last night at the White House? Well, Joe Biden had the president of South Korea there, and it was time for a concert. They were doing show tunes, and then like the, they're like uh, the the South Korean president says, "I want you to sing." He, Joe Biden's like, "I can barely talk, let alone sing." So this is what we got. If it plays, hopefully it'll play. We wanted to hear you sing it. Very strange song for the Korean president long, to sing. Long time ago. Wait a second. Wait a second. Did he say a wrong, wrong time ago? Did, did he put an R in there? Is there an R in there? Hold on. A long, long time ago. Yeah, there, 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 the second one's an R. The second one was an R. A long, long time ago. Hear it. Shiver, shiver, not shiver. That's shiver, sir. Will you pay for I deliver? Deliver. Bad news on the doorstep. Yeah. I couldn't have one more step. I can't remember if I tried when I well about is Willow Bride. Wait, 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 wait. Willow or Willow Bride? That's not a, a willow bride. That's not in the song. Touch me deep inside the day. Wow. The music <laughs> Oh, you can't stop there. You can't stop there. You gotta go on. You gotta. You gotta sell it. No, no, ogre. That is the president of South Korea last night with Joe Biden. As he belted out American Pie a wrong, wrong time ago. He he said a wrong. Now come on, man. Come on. Y'all can't do that shit to me. And then he didn't even he didn't finish. I mean, my God, hold on a second here. I mean, we're all waiting for it. We all want it. I'll fast forward to it. There we go. Long, long there. So bye bye, Miss American Pie. Oh, my Chevy thank God. The levy, but the levy was dry. And them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye. If I was Don McLean, I'd sue him. I'd be like, no, y'all, y'all, y'all didn't get the rights for that. And it's a long, long time ago. And it's deliver. Urgh! Unless you're from Boston. He drove the Hyundai to the referee. <laughs> to the referee. Oh, hot mama, good morning to you. How are you today? Fuck you, mama. Uh, she says, I was wondering what the same. Uh, I got the retarded part right with Joe Biden. Biden wanted to sign NWA, but they told him it'd be a bad idea. Oh, at least he didn't ask him to sing. I think turning Japanese. 
Joe probably greeted him with konnichiwa, even if it's Korea, not Japan. Oh, Biden said that <laughs> Biden walked off stage. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I, I that, that that's not news. I just wanted to play that for you. No, we, we actually have some fantastic news to report this morning. And, and if you believe me, then you don't understand sarcasm whatsoever. Um, uh, the, This story, I, I got to say, this is one of those stories that, did I say John McClain or Don McClain? I thought I said Don McClain. I was looking at it. Um, this is a fantastic story. This is about the London Marathon that happened yesterday, if anybody was paying attention. Glenique Frank beat more than 14,000 women yesterday at the London Marathon. Now, this is a big deal. People train for marathons. Here's the problem. The 54-year-old personal trainer well, at the finish line it Turn that down a little bit. Yeah, got to turn that down a little bit. He's running. Um, at the finish line, something bad happened. Um, he flopped it out. Yeah, there it is. Oh, my God, he's got a cock. Oh, and balls. That's right. Transgender runner Glenique Frank beat 14,000 women and then offered to return the medal. So would you run this for fun then? Was this just a fun run for you? And I sent this to a friend of mine who's a big-time runner. And by big-time runner, I mean runs like 8 billion miles a week. Seriously. By the way, doesn't need to. But I digress. And this person said to me, wow, that's slow for a man. And I was like, uh-huh. Of course it's slow for a man. He's not a good, he's not a good runner. Once again... The, the, the transgender bug has bitten yet another female sporting event. Now, at least, like I said, the, 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 the woman said, I'll return the medal. You're damn right you're going to return the medal. I keep asking you guys, when is it? I've had it. I'm past it. I'm past all this. When are people finally going to say enough is enough and stop this from happening? We're ruining great songs like Chariots of Fire. I just don't get it. Like... I'm trying to figure this out. If these are frustrated athletes who never amounted to anything in their early life athletically, if this is their way to finally achieve their goal of quote-unquote being the best, and, and by the way, if that's the case, if that's the case, boy, your idea of what the best is is fucking shot. You're not really competitive. No, what you are is you're one of these people that just wants to be uh, number one at everything. 
but you don't want to work to get it. You want to you want to uh, uh, achieve a status without going through all of the things that make you achieve that status. That's the only thing I can think. I mean, it, it, it's getting to be a little bit more ridiculous and more ridiculous. Well, freaking dog. Straight fire in the house. Is good morning, ass. Uh, did we ever figure out if we could uh, log in Mixler before the show starts? I, I think you can, but I'm not sure. Donald, good morning, ass family. I tried. Look, look. I'm 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 gonna give y'all the the little inside little Easter egg here when I start the show. Usually, I try to play a ten minute music block leading up to the show. So, it, whatever time it is, if you're listening on the West Coast at seven o'clock, six fifty is usually when I start. If they ain't letting you log on early, so that's usually when I start. Just to let you know. Little, little inside, little, little inside baseball there. Now, this wasn't our only incident yesterday of the transgenders. It's almost a cheat code, almost, almost a cheat code. Um, viral trans TikToker says threats to fight back are fully justifiable. Firmly stands by call to arms. We played this the other day of the transgender um, thing. Now, look, I'm 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 full on. I'm I'm over the political correctness. By the way, I'm over trying to be nice to them because they they're not nice at all. So the the, the word shim is back in my vocabulary. He, she, and it also. Luckily, in running, this won't matter so much. All that matters for winning is being Kenyan. (laughs) Well, he obviously had to beat some Kenyan gals. Think about that. If you're a Kenyan gal and you get beat by a fucking British white guy who's running as a female, man, oh, man, you're going to be the laughingstock of your tribe. They're going to kick you out of the hut. I am going to hell. I know. Uh, Did you see that? I saw something about that, and I just kind of laughed about it, Donald. Um, Jay, a biological male, identifies as female, also suggested that cisgender hetero men are the real threat. Quote, I'm threatening people who are threatening us and me, period. I haven't threatened anybody. I'm responding to your threats. See, you threatened us first. I'm going to use the appropriate bathroom. Restrooms are public. If I go there and you feel like I'm such a threat to you, you can fucking leave. Take your kids and go. And and I'm, I'm just going to tell you this right now. God forbid I would ever have a daughter. Just because I wouldn't. That'd be wrong. Um, and mommy took daughter into the uh, <laughs> um, mommy took daughter into the restroom, and this hunk of a man is in there. The guy's cock out or whatever, 
And mama comes running out with daughter, saying there's a man in there. Guess what? Daddy's going to be waiting outside. And when they point that man out, that man is going to get a beating. You all started this. How many times do I have to say that? We were minding our own business. You're the ones that told us that we have to respect your pronouns. You're the ones that came out with all these weird things to say and said if we don't say them, that we'll be canceled. Well, you, you're asking us to, to play in your pretend world, your make-believe world that you're in. Because I'm sorry to tell you this, you'll never be a woman. Not ever. And use that are, you that are trying use use that are trying to be men, you'll never be men. You can pretend all day long. If you're pretending to be a man, you will be the last one chosen for anything. Unless it's mopping duties. And I'm sorry I'm being chauvinistic, but uh, it's going to pay off here. If I got a fucking three-on-three pickup game and I know that you transition from female to male, I am picking you last. Unless you're six foot eight and your name is Lisa Leslie. Whitewash says, good morning, everyone. Today we mourn the loss of the great Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer died? No. Say that's not so. That can't be real. Jerry Springer's dead? Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have oh your my attention? God. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. A spokesperson says Jerry's been diagnosed with cancer a few months ago and this week took a turn for the worse. He died at his home in the Chicago area. Once was the mayor of Cincinnati, who actually did campaign for U.S. Congress. Wow. I tell you what, that is, uh, that, that, that's a loss to the pop icon world. I got I, I to say, that, that one's, woof, that one's tough. Man. Give their language, you get kicked out of their click. Yeah. Uh, no, the trans guy, by disrupting the flow of literally thousands of years, you are the one disrupting and threatening others. Damn, I was just about to tell you, Whitewash beat me to it. Yeah, fucking A. Man, oh man, that one, woof. Jerry, 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 Jerry. His show is so fantastic. God almighty. Well, Godspeed to you, Jerry Springer. Good man. Good, good man. Wow, boy, who are the next two? Boy, if I'm Ric Flair, I'm, I'm, I'm near a hospital at all times right now. That's all I'm saying. Um, back to this whole bullshit, this transgender shit. Um, it happened again, too, yesterday. And I, I love how this story is written. This is the news media, and this is Fox. And I, I'm not going to give in and say Fox is totally conservative, blah, 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 because they're not because of the way this story is written. Consumers outraged after Maybelline play, pays trans woman Dylan Mulvaney to model its makeup. That's right, the company Maybelline that makes makeup has hired Dylan Mulvaney. And it says consumers are outraged. How about you just say women are outraged? 
Now, I know there are men out there that buy beauty products. But for the most part, I'm going to I'm going to guess that makeup sales for Maybelline are probably somewhere in the 95 to 97 percentile women. And the way the story is written, I, I look, look, I'm outraged that the company went with this, but they obviously didn't learn from Budweiser. And now they're testing you women out. Now, women, I have been on your side the whole time in this fight. I have defined what I believe a woman is. And I have been fighting alongside of you this whole time. Here's your chance. If you're a fan of Maybelline and you're tired of being treated this way, this is your opportunity to say, no, I will not buy this product anymore. And watch what happens to them. The person who, who signed this deal, the, the marketing genius, will end up taking a leave of absence, getting fired, and losing billions of dollars for the company. Maury Povich is next, Triple T. Uh, I was next in the movie The Ringmaster back in 1998. There were only four of us extras that day. He came and sat down with us during lunch and chatted like a normal guy. Wow, that's cool. He was really nice. He also told us how awful that movie was going to be, and he was right. Cowboys Girl says, no problem for me. I don't wear makeup. Um, I'm sorry, but this is a fucking genius marketing move. Makeup that makes a man look like a real woman. Make that actually work? I mean, fuck, I'd have done the same thing and snatched up fucking RuPaul if I ran a cosmetics company. Fucking watch out, cover girl. You got some competition coming. We'll see. We'll see. I'm sure there are a lot of A-list celebrities that they could have chosen. I guess in marketing classes in college now, they don't teach you the goal is to make more money. You see, the reason why people advertise is because they want you to go to their business. And usually they'll get somebody, a spokesperson that people like. I don't know anybody that likes Dylan Mulvaney. Honestly, I don't know anyone. And... Usually, if you get somebody that people like and they're endorsing said product, you'll be like, well, hey, if they like it and I like them, I might purchase said product. But see, now what's being taught in marketing class is this. Find the most um, polarizing person in America. That way, you'll lose at least 50% of your market. But hey, you're being, word of the year here, Inclusive. Marketing now is about inclusivity. If you don't believe me, watch commercials. Hell, you don't see regular white families in commercials anymore. You don't see a white mom and a white dad and a couple white kids and a border collie. No, 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 no. Those are days of the old. Now you got a black mom and a white mom 
and they've got a, a dog-cat mixture dog, or they have a ferret. That's what they're playing with. Fuck dogs, because we don't want them either. Or you got a couple dads and some, and then you got mixed-race families and all this kind of stuff, lots of Asians in ads. I hate to be honest with you guys. I really do because it sounds like I'm being nothing but racist here, but I'm not. The world cares about one color, and that color is, we all know it, green. And what these marketing companies are doing is they're alienating their number one purchaser in America. The majority of America is still honkified. I'm sorry to point that out. And I'm not saying that the other groups don't buy things, but when you alienate one group from your ads, you're going to lose money. And you're doing it all in the vein of inclusivity, which is... Stupid because inclusivity doesn't care about making money. And I know that somebody is out there right now saying, well, it's more than making money. You will never be a CEO. You won't. It's about making money for these companies. They have to answer to stockholders. And we all know what stockholders are going to say. Business bad? Fuck you, pay me. Oh, you had a fire? Fuck you, pay me. Place got hit by lightning, huh? Fuck you, pay me. That's all they care about. And if you don't, you're fired. Now, granted, you have a wonderful golden parachute to fall out on, but you're still fired. Um, let's see. How about an ad for menthol cools with a Hitler lookalike? That would go for well. <laughs> I can just see a bunch of trans, it's whatever, wearing makeup and drinking Schmitz gay, hashtag SNL. That was fantastic. And is it just me or most commercials with same-sex couples? I'm sure they've been mixing up the races, too, but dear Lord, it's hard to find a commercial today that shows a family with a male, female, and some sort of offspring. I know, right? Mage, definitely in the house. Hey, konnichiwa, bud, what's up? Round here, we speak American, okay, but He says, good morning, Ask and AIG. Remember, you still have a pass from me, so you can say what you want about Asian fucks. Fuck those people, LOL. I, look, look, I ain't got anything against anybody, okay? Here, here's the deal. I call it like I see it. Asian people eat some weird shit, okay? There are some poor places in China. I know that's shocking that there are poor places in China. But people walk around these huts in these villages in China, and, and they go through the trash. This is a real story, hand to God. And they'll go through and they'll pick off meat from, like, whatever bones, whether you eat chicken or squirrel or cat or dog, I don't know. But they pick off the meat and they put it in baggies, right? And they'll clean it out, and then they recook it, and they sell that. Okay? That, now, I, when I make fun of Chinese people for eating weird shit, that's why, because they eat weird shit. Now, there's some fat guy right now in China. I, I can guarantee you this. Hold on a second. Um, and, and, and I imagine he's doing this show. I guarantee. Right? And he's got, they got some kind of Cajun-type person over there in China that says, I guarantee. And he just played that sound effect. 
Because there's some fat guy in China right now saying the same weird stuff about Americans eating meat and eating the shit we eat. Okay? It's all good. I make fun of everybody. Yeah, I appreciate that, though, Mage. I will go in a little extra for you on the Asian folks when they start to mess up. But right now, the Asians aren't messing up. It's trannies that are messing up. Um, so Maybelline, they're tired of making money. It always reminded me, of, whenever I hear Maybelline, it, the, I have to tell you a quick story, a little offshoot here, when I worked at the water park. Um, we had a girl that worked there, and uh, she was on a drill team. And this girl always came to work fully made up. I mean, we're, we're talking Texas made up. Like the hair, big, gigantic, beehive fucking, you know, bangs. I mean, hairspray. And this is late 80s, too. So hairspray, the Aquanet was going crazy. And she caked on so much makeup. And we used to call her Julie Maybelline. And uh, so painted whore. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and, And Julie thought that everybody wanted to fuck her. Julie had the worst personality of anybody that ever worked at the water park because she thought that she was the end-all, be-all, and she really wasn't. And Julie was a ride operator. Now, we had one rule was ride operators, and those are the people that stand at the top of the ride and they say go. And then they're at the bottom in the splash pool where it's only like four feet deep where they can get to them, right? And Julie would always try and say, well, you can bump over me to the bottom if I can bump over you, meaning that when it was time to switch, she wouldn't go to the bottom because she didn't want to get wet. I know, right? You work at a water park and you don't want to get wet. Julie hated working with me because I didn't like her and she didn't like me. Well, one day, I was a lead and, uh, there had been reports that, you know, and, and our one rule as ride operators were, we had to ride the rides. The only, the only and, and I broke my toe one, one summer out there running up some stairs, and I had a boot on my leg, and I still rode the rides down. Even though they said I could walk down, I didn't want to walk down. I wanted to ride the rides down. Why? Because, well, I didn't want to walk down stairs. So one day I was a lead. They had to watch over the positions, and it was it was shift change time. Shift change didn't matter. You rode the rides down. And uh, it was it, she, she was about to go to drill team practice because, like, she had practice right after work. And I was in a mood that day. I was pissed off or something, and I had my walkie-talkie because the leads got walkie-talkies, and that was cool. And I remember this was, uh, she was working this terrible ride called the Blue Niagara. We had a few other names for it. Um, And she was working at the top, and I knew where she was. And I sat at the bottom, I sat at the, the bottom of the stairs. And I watched her walk down the ride. And my arms were crossed, and I was laughing when she got down there. Because she looked at me, she's like, you know I can't ride this ride down. I got practice to go to. I said, if you don't ride this ride down, don't come to work tomorrow. I, and I had the authority to say that to her. I had made sure I had gotten the, and, and she's like, I need this job. I need this job. I was like, well, you need to ride the ride. 
And she huffed and puffed, and she walked up the stairs, and she rode that ride down, and her hair got all wet, and her makeup got all fucked up. <laughs> I just laughed. I waited at the bottom of that ride for it. I said, all right, good job. See you tomorrow. Oh, God damn, that was funny. I'll never forget that story. Oh, I was, oh. Like, there was a party that weekend. She's just motherfucking me up and down. I was like, whatever, fucking skank. Didn't like her anyway. She went to North Mesquite. Those girls were all fucking skanks. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Um, new warning over a new uh, TikTok uh, trend. I, I don't think I have to warn you about this. A new Gen Z TikTok trend urging women to quit the pill because it makes you ugly, fat, and depressed. Um, if you don't take the pill, you will get fat, ugly, and probably be depressed as well. Jesus, Arnie, you were such a dick. I was captain of the drill team, and I would have dick-punched you. Hey, she had to ride the ride down, man. I'm sorry. Young women are being urged to ditch hormonal birth control. Video highlights uh, the benefits of switching to natural contraceptive. Yes, the natural contraceptive is having a baby. Look, I've said it once. I'll, I'll say it a million times. If you have kids that are under, I'm going to say 17. Um, they shouldn't have TikTok. Young kids shouldn't be on there. Um, I graduated high school a virgin. Thank you. Total angel until 19. Good for you. You didn't go to North Mesquite, though. Now, look, the, the Southern Bells at South Garland, they were, they were a fine drill team. The girls at Garland High, they walk the streets. But, but uh, look, I have, I have no hatred of drill teams. I just have a hatred of fucking Julie Maybelline. If you got kids under 17 and they're watching TikTok and they're doing these trends on there and they're doing the funny dancing trends. See, the funny dancing trends leads to the lip syncing and then that leads to the stupidity of eating Tide Pods and doing all kinds of shit like that. Um... Once again, I'm not, I'm not going to go on this rant again because I went on this rant the other day. Um, the Internet is no place for children. And, 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 and I appreciate all the families that do their due diligence and try to watch out and try to protect and, and limit screen times. I, I think you're doing a great job. Not letting them on social media... The, if you not let them on social media and, and limit the, the sites that they can go to, the Internet can be useful. Other than that, the Internet's for one thing. The Internet is for fucking wieners and vaginas. That's what the definition of the Internet should be. Wieners and vaginas. Going into some places they don't belong in. Whether they be cars, whether they be animals, I don't know. But that's what the Internet's for. And if you disagree, then you haven't been on the Internet enough. All right. Moving on. Moving on. 
Oh, Kamala Harris. Now, I have not watched this. Kamala Harris is skewered over her latest word salad gaffe. Now, I have not watched this. We're going to watch this together. We're going to see Kamala fail miserably on her own together. Oh, I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay, terrible ad here for some vodka. Meet Absolute Bloody Mary. No, I... Spicy. No, thanks. While Joe is slipping into dementia, right? Kamala is slipping into a different dimension? I think it's very important for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present. Huh? And to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. What? Gutfeld neck. Wait, 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 what? What did I just watch? I, I, I got to see this again. Hold on a second here. Don't give me that damn ad again. I done sat through that damn ad once. The Comcast business oh, complete connectivity Oh, now this one's 15 it's- seconds. Al Gore invented the internet because he was tired of seeing Tipper and he wanted to see some of Bill's action. No shit. Oh, Tipper was a fucking peach, wasn't she? Or, or did I, should I say pig? There we go. The dementia, right? Kamala's slipping into a different dimension? I think it's very important for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present. And to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. Pepperidge Farm remembers. What the fuck are you talking about? You, you, you mouth-breathing retard. I mean... Uh-oh, retard alert! Retard alert! Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. I mean, I mean she really did there. And we're supposed to elect that for another four years? <laughs> to see the moment as in give up. As she speaks, she convinces me she is the author of the three-page John Benet Ramsey ransom note. Shut up, Kamala, and get over here. Oh, man. Sounds like she slipped into some whiskey sounds my drunk friends make at some point. Uh, you know, we just need to pay attention to what's going on in the here and now, but not forget what happened before, because before it was the here and now, but now is the here and now. You dig? She need, You know what would be really, really cool? is if Kamala Harris somehow ended every one of her fucking speeches with, you dig? How gangster would that be? And now it's time for my man Joe. You dig? (laughs) Gives him the knuckles on the way out. And blows it up. (laughs) You dig? Oh, 
I want her to use the phrase, you dig, and, and mix in the word cracker a few more times. <laughs> I want to see her turn into Aunt Esther. Once again, didn't read the book, but she did the oral report. Amen. How about you feel me or you you heard? That would be fine. You heard? You heard? I'll take it. Uh, Look, look. All I need is one thing from her. All I need is one thing. Uh, When she walks into a room to give a speech, I just want her to go, Hootie hoo! Hootie hoo! She should put on a gold pantsuit and have a big ass 70s Pam Greer afro and hoop earrings. Then Joe greets her and says, Damn, girl, you come here on Saturday night. <laughs> he needs this. You, you need. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Oh, Joe would say it. You know, Joe would say it. I'm very happy that we're discussing how racist I am on this show right now. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yesterday, we found out that a music class in Olympia, Washington, has been shut down because we found out that music is a part of white supremacy. Well, wouldn't you know we found out something new today? Not wanting to be thin is white supremacy. NPR guest and author of Fat Talk claims people desire to be slim stems from the end of slavery as Americans sought other ways to demonize black and brown bodies. So if you're fat, you don't hate blacks, I guess. Journalist um, Virginia Soul Smith was on NPR discussing her new book, Fat Talk, Parenting in the Age of Diet Culture, which includes the theory that fat phobia can be traced back to the end of slavery. First of all, first of all, parenting in the age of diet culture... Women have been on a diet in this country since the fucking 50s. What is diet culture? Her argument is when slavery was abolished and African Americans started gaining rights, white supremacists sought to maintain old inequalities by demonizing black bodies and glamorizing thinness. Because I guess there's no health benefits to it either. Do you remember yesterday? Do you remember yesterday when I was when I was talking, and and I was having some fun, and and I talked about how we're going to get rid of things like hemorrhoids and menopause because what do men know about menopause? You, you remember how I said that, and and it hasn't happened yet, but I said people are sitting around talking about it. This is proof that... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in 
the world. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. Excuse me. Somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. Somebody There's had to do it. three gods in Texas. The Almighty Self. Arnie States. Buster Welch and George Strait. You just met one of them. Yeah, that'd be me. That'd be me on this. So if you want to lose weight, that means you're a racist in this stupid fucktard's eyes. I don't have any other words to say except stupid fucktard. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I am sorry. I know, I know it's National Down Syndrome Awareness Month, and, and, and I shouldn't be throwing the tard world around. But, but these people, see, I don't look at those people with Down Syndrome as retarded. No, they have Down Syndrome. These, these people act retarded. People with Down syndrome, fucking salt of the earth people. I hold them up high. Hell, they even got their own damn Barbie now. People that say losing weight is racist, you're retarded. There's no other word to say. I mean, stupid isn't harsh enough for you. Goddamn wrong would not be accepted on a lot of levels. I know that retarded is not level, uh, really accepted on a lot of levels. I want to ask a question, but I, I don't want to ask this question. I, I will, though. I mean, I'm not afraid of it. How much longer do we play the race card in this country? I, I, I mean, people, look, slavery is still happening around the world, mainly human trafficking, sex slavery, and things like that. Um When is this going to be the 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 stop to the end all be all? Oh, that's racist. This is racist. Haven't we run that word into the ground yet? When you when you refer to people as racist, when you refer to them as Nazis because they don't agree with you, and they're not Nazis and they're not racist, they just don't agree with your premise. Something that we used to do in this country is that we, would get, we could have discussions. Now, see, people like this couldn't have discussions because they were too stupid to get into discussion. Well, what are the health ramifications of losing a lot of weight, this, that, or the other? This person would go there, well, if you want to lose weight, you're racist. See, that person would be asked to leave the room. When some people say calories in versus calories burned, some people say eating this kind of caloric diet will make you lose weight. Some people say this. That's the discussion. Not the discussion of losing weight makes you racist. It's fucking stupid. And since I'm thicker than I want to be, I can now claim my black heritage and hence get my appropriated reparations. Man, you better stand in line. I've been fat my whole life. I'm ready for some of that. Retarded is simply the opposite of advanced. Exactly. Well, at this point, I say play the race card until it's like Uno, reverse, or wild card, and I can finally use it to my advantage. Uh, all right, last story of this break. Then we got to call Lake. We got a lot with uh, Joe today, so we it's going to be a fun show with Joe. The FBI proved that they are worthy of their jobs, as I say that as sarcastically as I can. We did a story recently 
uh, about something that happened in Haiti where a motorcycle gang uh, was, uh, was, was, was caught by a lynch mob, thrown on the ground, had tires thrown on top of them, and then they were burned alive. But the FBI has come out and is warning American citizens to stay out of Haiti amid a surge in violence that included an American couple being kidnapped there next month. So the FBI is saying, stay away from Haiti. And all I have to say to that is, who the fuck says I want to go to Haiti? Have you never seen a TV report out of Haiti? I'm just going to tell you real quick, real quick. Haiti's a dump. Haiti's a shithole. They practice voodoo there, okay? You want to get some chicken blood thrown on you? Come to my house. I'll throw chicken blood on you, and I won't kill you. Don't go to Haiti. No problem. Should I not go to the Congo, too, the rape capital of the world? Oh, I should stay away from there, too. What about the Sudan? Oh, military's happening there? Thank you for letting me know these places I shouldn't go to. Hey, I was thinking about going to Russia with about a pound of marijuana. No? Bad idea? Maybe I could backpack through Iran. Oh, I shouldn't go there either? Thank you, FBI. You're doing such a fantastic job keeping me safe. Surprisingly, a lot of countries on the do not travel list. Yeah, not me, not to me. Pretty much every country except the United Kingdom is on there. Ah, uh, Haiti, sign me up. You can get your fat ass behind me and called it first. <laughs> Don't go to Haiti. No problem. Hey, whatever you do today, if you buy a bunch of loose razor blades, don't glue them all together and then try to swallow them. You know, once again, this show, here's an idea. Don't jump in the gorilla cage today at the zoo. You can go to Japan. It's fine. Japan would be one of those. It's just a long plane ride. That, that, that's all. I, I'm thinking about plane rides and things like that. Well, actually, Japan might be, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Don't go to Haiti. What the fuck? I mean, if, if the place that you're going to you've never seen on a game show giveaway, that's a pretty good idea that you shouldn't go there. I mean, they give away, and they even give away trips to Mexico still. But you don't see on the prices, right, little yodeler going up the hill, yodeler, yodeler, yodeler. You don't see him winning a trip to fucking Haiti. I'd be like, no, I'd let that motherfucker fall. Go, why didn't you hit the stop button? Because I don't want to go to Haiti. Oh, I want to go to South Africa, but sir, you're black. Uh, I have diplomatic immunity. 
All right, phone number 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. I'll try to remind you later on today that the FBI is warning you, do not go to Haiti. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, All right, Joe Murphy up next. We didn't know the times were lean Around our house the grass was green It didn't seem like things were all that bad I bet we walked a thousand miles Chopping cotton and pushing plows And learning how to give it all we had As life went on and years went by I saw the light in daddy's eyes And felt the love in mama's hands They kept us warm and kept us fed Taught us how to look ahead Now looking back I understand We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced Sunday mornings rolled around We dressed up in hand-me-downs Just in time together with the church Sometimes I think how long it's been And how it impressed me then It was the only day my daddy wouldn't work We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away Walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced Inflicting 
And all at once he jumped to his feet Just like somebody kicked him Bubba shot the jukebox last night He said he played a sad song It made him cry Went to his truck and got a 45 Bubba shot the jukebox last night Not draw an easy breath till he laid that coat on the table. He hung his head till the cops showed up. He dragged him right out of margins. They told him, Don't you play dumb with us, son. You know damn well what the charge is. Bubba shot the jukebox last night. He said he played a sad song. It made him cry. Went to his truck and got a 45. Was a tense one. He shook his head and said, Bubba boy, you was always a dense one. A reckless discharge of a gun, that's what the officers are claiming. Bubba hollered out a reckless hell, I hit just where I was aiming. Bubba shot the jukebox last night, he said he played a sad song, it made him cry. Went to his truck and got a 45.
Dance in the kitchen till the morning light Louisiana Saturday night Yeah, you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow Kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor Dance in the kitchen till the morning light Louisiana Saturday night And you throw them on the floor Dance in the kitchen till the morning light Louisiana Saturday night Now back to the Arnie State Show Also known as Ass Your ass look good Hey I'm gonna violate that Hey wait, no, that's not Wait, wait Word Call 775-357-FANS. Hey, did anybody watch Ted Lasso yesterday? Cowboys girl, did you watch it? I need a report. I watched it two more times yesterday. It's amazing. Anyway, welcome back to the big show. We got call Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Let's get him on the phone, shall we? I got an interesting question for Joe to start the show. Um, interesting stuff here. Hello. Good morning, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Good morning. How are you, my friend? Well, you know, I don't know. A lot of people don't know this, but I do have four years of eligibility remaining. Oh, well, man, that's interesting. That is interesting stuff. Are we entering the transfer portal? I possibly am trying to transfer to Colorado, but it's like a wave coming this way. I can't, you know, well, I'm we'll, up in Coach Prime. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that here in just a little bit because that's a very interesting story. Before I get, uh, I need your expertise, Joe. Um, okay. Uh, as a uh, world-renowned uh, uh, sexual um, enthusiast as you are, you know, you are a professional sex worker and you've traveled the world. I'm looking at myself in a full-length mirror right now, completely naked. I, I can imagine that. Now, I, I've wondered if you've ever stumbled upon something like this. There's a, 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 a pair of sisters in Connecticut. Their names, they're 22 years old. Uh, they were originally from Mexico, but they moved to America because they get better health care. Carmen and Lupita Andrade. Very, uh, Lupita, very native-sounding name to Connecticut, by the way. Um they they're conjoined twins and they, they they they're attached at the torso and they share a reproductive cycle. One says she's dating somebody now, the other one says she's asexual. My question for you, A, have you ever ran into anything like this? And B, would that be considered a menage a trois? Well, Number one, you know, there's a whole bio, special paperwork, visas, stuff like that you have to fill out, doctor's notes, all kinds of stuff you want to get with that. Right. Um, I also shoot myself in the head, have presented with that. But, uh, but uh, yeah, but I, that's a weird one because the one's dating, I see. Yes, yes, one one is dating. And, I mean, they, they have uh, – it looks like they have four arms and two legs and they got two heads and maybe, like, Three breasts? I, I'm not sure. Well, here's the thing. If you say the one reproductive reproductive system, if they separate these two, they separate these two, and they have one standing there without a reproductive. Hello, 
I now identify non-binary. I'll buy it. <laughs> oh, I'll that's buy good stuff. That's, uh, that is, you know, that, that'll be, you know, maybe that'll be the first uh, non-binary because <laughs> oh, what happened? Well, my sister took the reproductive system. <laughs> I did get the uh, flower, uh, the rose bushes, though. <laughs> I got the edible arrangement. <laughs> yeah, she got the reproductive system. Thanks. Uh uh, we have lots and lots of football to talk about. I'm going to start, though, with this Jalen Rose story. Jalen Rose criticizing Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, former head coach of the Bulls and the Lakers, um, came out last week when he was asked if he watches the NBA anymore, and he came out and said he stopped watching the NBA due to all the BLM protests. And Jalen Rose is calling him out for it. Doesn't Phil Jackson have the right not to watch the basketball game due to that fact? He can watch because his butt itches. I mean, I don't care what you, you don't want to watch. You know what? You don't need a big reason not to watch the NBA. No. Okay. I mean, you know, I've, I've, you know, I, I've watched Who's the Boss instead of the NBA because <laughs> it's ridiculous, right? I mean, you know, oh, is he mad? Is he upset? I was looking for that. I couldn't really find it. Uh, uh, is he upset? He's upset because Phil is because he's white. Well, uh, Jay, look, I can play this for you. You sir. can't make this up. What, Hall listen. of Fame coach and 11 time champion Phil Jackson claims to have stopped supporting the NBA because it became too political when it went into the bubble and was catering to certain audiences by putting slogans on the back of jerseys and Black Lives Matter on the floor. The same Phil Jackson. They won championships with some of the greatest black athletes in the history of the game. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant made millions on their backs and off their, their sweat backs. equity. Right, because he had nothing You're to do with You're sitting up watching the game with your grandkids, and y'all think it's funny when justice passes the ball to equal opportunity? When somebody shows you who they are, I don't need to play well, anymore. I've also in the NFL, I've seen French lead a block for fries. Okay, yeah. so so you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm with Phil because you know, let's separation of church and state. Let's have separation of politics and sports too. Let's just play sports and let's. There's a place for everything. You know, uh, if we if every every uh, movement, you know, it's not not up to the NBA and the NFL and everybody else to carry the message of every group or whatever, or everything. I think that's, that sports is a release. It's a way to get away from all that and, and enjoy, you know, uh, sports, uh, two teams competing or two people competing, not, you know, put aside all the troubles that are going on, the civil unrest or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, see, that's what athletics were meant to be. I mean, if you think back to the first gladiator times, Roman times, they had the Olympics to stop wars. Wars would stop when the Olympics were going on because it's supposed to be an escape. And and movies and TV used to be escape, but now uh, you know everybody has to. Have, why does every why does every celebrity and 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 superstar now have to give their political ideals out? Why is that? Yeah. And, and then then we, then we get mad at some of them when you know go ask the Dixie chicks about that. Yeah, you know. Uh, it's like, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just there's a place for everything, and that's the thing. It's sports. It's it's. Let's get away from it. It's you know, it's like uh, uh, I can't believe 
at Jimmy's fifth birthday party that all the hats didn't have BLM on them. You know, right. that we didn't, you know, we didn't, we should have made a, 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 a statement at Jimmy's fifth birthday party or something. I mean, there's a time to celebrate, have fun, relax. And then there's a time to, you know, fight social injustice. But, you know, yeah, it's, let's, 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 let's all be able to relax for a minute. Well, and, and you bring up the Dixie Chicks, and that's a great one to bring up because people fucking smashed their CDs, did all this kind of stuff, and Dixie Chicks got upset with him. But wait a second, here's the thing. You decided that you were going to speak out politically against something that you were against, and you have every right to do that. Now, when people don't agree with you, you're saying they don't have the right to speak out against you. When they got mad and smashed the CDs, and I'm sitting there going, "Wait a second, you can't have it your way only." Right, right. Now there is a little small disclaimer with the Dixie Chicks. They did badmouth the president on foreign soil, yeah. which didn't go over well, but uh, or, or or on American soil. I can't remember really, um, but but yeah, it's like I said. You know, we can't have it both ways. Either you know, oh, that's, you know, we don't care about your opinion. Well, then we do all of a sudden for somebody else. I mean, you know, uh, I love, I love going to, uh, to a sporting event where, you know, everybody's there for the game, you know, give me some peanuts and cracker jacks, take me out to the ball game, not to the, uh, state of the union. I mean, if I want to talk politics, I'll, I'll go on this show and I'll start talking politics. When I go to a Ranger game, uh, I, I don't want to see their shitty bullpen who just got swept by Cincinnati and they lost every game in either the eighth or the bottom of the ninth inning. But I want to go watch baseball. That's what I want to watch. I don't want to watch yeah. a political message there. And, and movies are the same way. This is why I like these movies like Cocaine Bear and this Dracula movie that Nick Cage did. Uh, I'm, I'm going to see the movie Sisu on, on Friday. I'm going to that tomorrow. And it looks like an ultra-violent movie where they kill Nazis. Well, you can't go wrong killing Nazis in movies. So why does everything and, have to be so political? Yeah. It's just you know, it's because you 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 know you finally have a platform. You know you you need to use your position to. And I get that, and that's fine to do that once well. But when the game starts, you know. Uh, uh, Let's just play the game. You know, Shaq, Shaq, I saw him talk one time. He has several, he has Muslims in his family. And it was the, it was about, you remember, he was before Colin Kaepernick, Ahmad, uh, Muhammad Jarif, you know, uh, Mr. Jackson. And he decided, he was sitting down for a couple months in the Mm -hmm. last class before somebody caught wind of it. And then they made a big deal. And then the NDA basically told him, you need to stand up. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, Shaq was on his team at LSU uh, before that. And, you know, he was like, you know, uh, uh, there's a time and a place for everything. And Shaq was like, you know what? You got to play the game. Yeah. You know, you can still be, you can still be devout Muslim or devout Christian or, or and that, but, but you got, out, out here, you got to play the game. You want to get ahead? Just play the game. You're not, you're not uh, going against your beliefs and stuff. You know, you're, uh, it's okay. In fact, in the Muslim faith, it says that if you are in another country, you're. It's okay to obey their laws and their mm-hmm. rules. Well, and and here's the other thing that that needs to be stressed is if, if Mahmoud Abdul Raif didn't want to stand up for the national anthem, that's fine. You don't have to stand up. But the problem is this: 
is that there is going to be pushback from people. People are not going to like that, and you're telling them they can't like that. They have to like what you're doing. See that that's the problem here is they they get all mad and say, oh well, they're being mean to me. Well, you're you're not standing for something that a lot of people believe in, and they're going to have their opinions like you have your opinions, and you have to share those. Yeah, and you're making you know we're paying you four hundred thousand dollars per game. Can you focus on the job at hand yeah. instead of, you know, making yourself, you know, uh, using this as a platform, use another platform or whatever. But, yeah, uh, we, we, were, we were hoping we had your undivided attention with the fat paycheck you're getting. Um, Christopher says, my problem with the NBA is that they are pro-CCP and blacklisted an NBA player that was advocating against all the human rights violations and genocide in China. The NBA doesn't say anything about China because they make too much money from China. That's why the, the NBA will always shut people up who are, who are advocating any kind of diplomacy to China because they make far too much money. They make like billions of dollars from them. Yeah, they, they, they kind of stay quiet because they're like, hey, we know China's not the nicest people to their people. Okay, we know there's some human rights stuff going on over there uh, we know that's not right but yet there's a bazillion people that like to watch tv especially if there's a chinese player and mm-hmm. uh, it, it's huge i mean we, it's huge money so we love the money we're not going to jump up and down and say we love china but we're still doing business with them yeah and that and there's a lot of people that have problems with that um all right let's go to college football um you mentioned it earlier Colorado's spring game, This uh, they had their spring game. M- most colleges are having their spring games either last week or this week. Um, where they, it, It's just a, a glorified scrimmage and a way to make extra revenue. Um, talking about practice. Yeah, practice. Uh, but the, the, <laughs> the entire stadium was full. They showed last year's spring game, and there were like 50 people there, and this one was standing room only. Because yeah. Coach Prime and has – And what are you talking about with spring game? I'm talking about the University of Colorado. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Put yeah, okay. You yeah, we had sixty six thousand at the big red one. But oh, go of ahead. course you did. Um, but the day after the spring game, eighteen Colorado players entered the transfer portal. They are now up to fifty one. Oh my God, fifty one! Look looking up right now. They're up to fifty one people. The players have entered the transfer. Portal because he, when he showed up the day he showed up he had a team meeting and said all of you better just go ahead and start getting on the transfer portal right now and yesterday they went over the fifty mark everybody's just gone I mean he's just this is crazy but and then they couldn't get their practice tapes they were saying you know they, they mm-hmm. were trying to show the only thing I got I'm a freshman I was a red shirt freshman all I got to show is some practice tapes and he wouldn't release them. And then now they got into they made a big stink out of it. Now they're releasing the practice tape, so the kid has something to show the other team. But yeah, they went over the fifty mark like yesterday or something. It's crazy. I don't know how they're going to fill the team. Well, I mean, they're hoping probably a lot of transfers come in because there have been a lot of people talking about transferring to Colorado. Um, yeah, he's got a lot coming because he told them when he showed up, you know, they were 1-11, they were horrible. He showed up and said, hey, get out of here if you want. Hit the transfer portal because you probably won't be on the team or play anyway. And he just, you know, he brought in his kid. He brought in, I think he's a running back. It was like the number one. He was like the Arch Manning or whatever. Of, right. Or, or, or the Rayola. There's a there's a Cornhusker uh 
uh, son that's the number one blue chipper out there right mm. now. This Rayola from Arizona. His dad was a uh, defensive lineman in Nebraska. He is, he is, you know, it's too bad. We're probably not going to get him. Oh, that sucks. Gonna, yeah, I think he's going to go to Georgia. But, but uh, you know, so obviously Coach Prime has some some ideas. I mean, he's got players coming in. It's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, him. Um, it's going to be interesting to see his first year with, uh, you know, because it's like, it's almost like a pickup football game. <laughs> He'll be on you. His team, all of them, you, 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 you. All right, let's go. You know, because, uh, uh, I mean, uh, you know, you know how teams work together. They feel oh, yeah. like a unity and teamwork. And so these guys are going to be just a hodgepodge of guys thrown together. So I, I'm interested to see Colorado. And you know what Colorado's first home game is against? Who? Is Go it? Big Red. Oh, boy. Well, I, you know, you and I talked about this uh, uh, back when, when Dion got the job and he first started talking to him. You and I both agreed that Colorado was going to be challenging for the Pac-12 title because the Pac-12 is is, is a weak conference. Um, does the reaction or do, has, has, has your idea changed due to the 53 in the portal now? What was that again? One more time. Well, you remember when 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 Dion first went to Colorado, you and I both agreed that he was going to contend for a conference championship. Right. Does does that change now with this giant number in the transfer portal? Yeah, I don't care. You were one in eleven last year, and I don't care if they're all new player, or whatever. You know, you are not this year. If 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 he is the Pac-12 or Pac whatever 10, 9, 15 champion uh, this year, that would be one of the greatest feats I've ever seen because I, I don't see him contending this year. Just, it just doesn't seem like it, it's possible. I mean, he when he gets a couple years to put that thing together, because you know how many you know fifty year old, fifty eight year old dads in Texas. Who remember number twenty one playing for the Cowboys? How many people? You know, Coach Prime wants you to come play for him, Mark. Yeah. You know he's going to be a recruiting phenomenon. You I know? agree. I totally agree. I I, I so think I, I, don't I, see him. I don't see him. I I don't see him. I see him having a, a, a four and eight, four nine, five and eight season, something like that. I I you know what? I, I'm going to go. I think he goes five hundred this season just due to this, and then breaks out next year. Next year when he's got all his players in place and his systems implemented, next year they'll be they'll – be, I, I wouldn't put it past them to challenge this year, but uh, I think they're going to come up short in a lot of games. That's just my opinion. Uh, by I the way, do too. I do too. I, I do too because – you know, even watching that documentary on him, you know, he was more interested. He was, it was like he was in school, Jackson State, was an NFL launching pad, not a school. You weren't a student athlete. It was like right. he was preparing kids for the NFL almost. That was his job. And I think he's, I, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I don't want to badmouth him. I'm a big primetime fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish him well. I, I love Neon Dion. And uh, in fact, one of the first games I called in radio for the student radio station at uh, KRNU was Florida State, Nebraska, and uh, him and both Butler. Butler was the other cornerback. And uh, I called that game. And, wow. Uh, That's awesome. That is fantastic. Yeah. We're going to, what you just said about getting him ready for the NFL, we're going to talk about that here in a second in the NFL draft because I have some strong feelings on that. One more story about college football. 
Um, they're going to be changing a rule this year in college football. Um, the play clock will now not stop on first downs. NFL rule, yep. Uh, but the clock will stop after first downs in the final two minutes of each half. Okay. Now, they don't do that in the NFL, right? The, the clock doesn't stop. No, that's what they do. You oh, know, okay. in fact, I saw, I thought they were just having fun. When I watched the Nebraska Red-White game, their spring game, uh, besides having, they, they played NFL rule, they call it NFL rules clock, where, where they don't stop on first down. They just keep it rolling, they move the chains. And, and move on. So, and then the other thing they did, which I, I, if you said this, I thought, I thought Nebraska, I thought they were just doing it to, to be, so nobody got hurt. I got their bell rung. Right. Or whatever. But they did that except USFL or except a kickoff where the only two guys that can move are the kicker and the, and the, and the uh, kick receiver until he catches the ball, then everybody can start moving. No, that one has not been, um, I don't see that one in this story. Okay. Um, they're just talking about the game clock. I think that's an interesting take on it, uh, on kickoffs. Uh, because because we, they we, did that. Nebraska did that in their spring game. They also did the not stopping the clock at first down, and I thought they were just they were just moving the game along or something. But now you're telling me that's going to be a official rule. I like that. That's fine uh, that they do that. But it's interesting to see what they'll do if there's a different kickoff. But I haven't heard anything uh, either. Let's see. Um, other rule changes initially approved include banning consecutive timeouts. That rule is aimed at eliminating attempts to ice the kicker. Untimed penalties that would carry over into the ensuing counter limit uh, if audible replay adjustments, blah, blah, blah. Um, they haven't come up with all the rule changes, but um, I, I kind of like that. I, I hate the icing of the kicker. I think that's just dumb. I think it's yeah, a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, you got your couple timeouts left, and then you just ice the kicker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's I, I think that's just weak. That, that but that's just me. Um, all right. Today starts the NFL football draft. Oh, before we get to the draft, one more story before we get to the draft. Aaron Rodgers is now a New York Jet. Does that fucking matter at all? No, I mean the Jets. You know, I'm gonna tell you now the Jets will probably make the playoffs. I, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. I mean, he's 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 good. He's always been good, and and you know he's not gonna be, you know, running down the field. He's not gonna be the rushing champion by any means this year. But uh, he's a great quarterback, and I guess that's what you want if you just want a good year. You know, maybe I guess the Jets are saying, hey, let's we're gonna we're gonna start our quarterback. We're, We'll hope we find the next Joe Montana. We'll groom him, whatever. But hey, we kind of want to win this year. We want somebody to be to a good coach, somebody that our new young quarterback can uh, aspire to be. Because that's all that is, you know. Rogers is just there to 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 win this year, next year. He's, I mean, come on, you know. He's, yeah. He's, not the franchise player. He's not. They're really not going to build the team around him for the next ten years, you know. All right. Uh, it starts tonight in Kansas City, Missouri. The NFL football draft, the Carolina Panthers are on the clock. Um, Joe, I asked you easily to, um, I, I want, uh, we're going to do the first five picks of the draft, and I know that you're a Steelers fan, so we're going to have you pick the Steelers, and I'm going to pick the Cowboys as well, of players you think they'll draft, but players you think they should draft. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. All right, so first on the clock, and I'm seeing this in a lot of places, that the Carolina Panthers 
will probably go out and draft the quarterback from Alabama, Bryce Young. Yeah, now they traded to get that pick, the Panthers mm-hmm. did. So they really want a quarterback. Who was their guy last year at Carolina? Oh, was it Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, I think it was Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, they need a they need a, um, I mean Hey, Jalen Hurst didn't work. He's not doing too bad. So an Alabama quarterback, uh, that's a great pick. I mean, I, I see that happening. Here's, I mean, I, here's my issue, and 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 I'm glad you brought up Jalen Hurts. Name another Alabama quarterback that's worth a shit or has been worth a shit in the NFL. And I'm not trying to put down Alabama here. I I, I will explain what? what I'm saying. But name me another great player from Alabama in the last five years, quarterback wise. Um. No. There was that great, great run by Forrest Gump, but other than that. Um, <laughs> Look, for me, uh, the only two quarterbacks who have ever really come out and mattered out of Alabama are Joe, Joe, Namath, Namath. Joe Namath and Bart Starr, for the yeah. love of God. Yeah, I, know, I know, I know, but you know what? The NFL is changing. That's the thing. No, you know, it was always the It was always the Stanford quarterback or the UCLA quarterback or the, you know, the guy that could, you know, uh, you know but they're changing the, the the game. I mean, they gotta you know they gotta be a little more agile. Yeah, they no. gotta be more like me. Agile, hostile, mobile. I get a lot of stuff like that. You know, people uh, when they see me in a speedo, and that's the first in- thing that they think of. It's, yeah, that that's you know, the first thing they think item. of. Not rapist on the loose. Yeah, um, I know. I was thinking last night. It was you know I was taking a shower. I looked down. I thought, oh my god, if my stomach gets any bigger, I will have to identify as a woman, and not by choice. It just means I'll just have to um, identify as a woman because uh, you know because I can't I can't see it anymore. I I, I want to go back to what you said about Dion getting people ready for the NFL. See, this is the thing that, that I think there's a big misconception. I personally think Nick Saban could give two shits about the NFL. I don't think that Nick Saban is there to develop players. I think Nick Saban is there to win. That's his only job at Alabama is to win. And there are a lot of coaches who think that their job is to get these players ready for the next level. And I think Nick Saban says, fuck the next level. 90% of these guys ain't going to the next level. I want to get the most out of them here. And I think he does that with these guys like Bryce Young and, and, and who were Mac Jones earlier. Um, yeah, no, yeah, number one, number one. His job is to win football yeah. games for Alabama, not be the G League or whatever for the NFL. Or no, that's his job. Now, but what, what, what even bothers me there is number one is that they are a student athlete. Mm-hmm. There we are. When we sit down at the dinner table with – with Leroy's mom, you know, and you know, what about my son? And they ask, you know, I, well, he's going to get an education. Uh, you know, that's the first thing that that's supposed to be. Well, yeah, and, and even the coach, you know, the kid's failing or something. Well, you got to get your grades up. You can't play. Gives them incentives to play. So that, number one, is supposed to be what's happening in college. You're supposed to be learning, but we all know that ain't happening. Right. You know, it's just, you know and I was an actual – I actually, I, I believe I experienced that uh, a little. I had, a, I had a B. I got a B in coaching baseball when I was at the University of Nebraska. And the, the, the class was taught by the baseball coach, the Nebraska baseball coach. 
I didn't. I never missed a class. I never got. I never got anything wrong. I, and I got a B. And I got a B. I was like, what? The, what the hell? Oh, well, just I probably I, because every other guy in the class was a, uh, uh, at least a free agent, maybe in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. there was linemen. They were all football players. Well, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we can't. Just, if everybody gets an A, it looks bad. Yeah. You know? So you got to get the B. <laughs> You because were the you're, right now, you, you're not going to be doing any downfield blocking against Kansas State this weekend. Yeah. So we apologize, kid. But yeah, and I got to be, I was so bummed. And then it didn't even count towards my degree. At the very end, Bastards. it was like, uh, it didn't count for an elective, nothing. It was wasted. It was like, I was like, why did I even take that? Anyway, uh, but so number one, you're supposed to be getting an education. But, but yeah, some coaches are they're, they're, NFL training camp. It's like or a, or a, uh, it's like dance moms for for NFL players or something. Yeah. You know, to get for the NFL. No, you're supposed to win games, and that's what he does. Saving wins games with his players. He doesn't develop guys for the NFL, and I, and I love that. I can't stand the. Uh, that we're going to make this guy, you know, yeah. uh, we'll the, the, showcase him. We're going to showcase him for his season will be a, a, a highlight reel to get into the NFL. Yeah. No, no, I got to win ball games and the end. And, uh, yeah, if he yeah, moves on, win, if, right. he, if he moves on, hey, that makes our program look that much better. But the the one thing that makes our program look great is winning. And, and I and I have zero problem with what Nick Saban does. And I think Kirby Smart has, has done the same same idea of it's my job to win here. I think so many coaches are under the idea that they have to get these guys ready for the next level, and they realize that 90% of them aren't going to make it there. So Bryce Young, everybody's saying, is going to be the first pick. Who do you think Carolina should take? I, I would probably go with, uh, I mean, a quarterback for sure. I, I just – I think they, you know, they obviously want a quarterback. I'm no front office, you know, for the NFL, but apparently they want a quarterback, so they're going with this kid. He can't throw. I mean, he's, you know, he, 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 these guys can throw now. I mean, they can run and, and they can throw. I mean, he's he's pretty good. Um, there's not the, you know, I remember the uh, quarterback at UNR named Vargas. I don't know if yeah, you remember him. Chris Vargas. Oh, I remember him, the comeback That's kid. Yeah, two for a million yards, but he's like five foot nothing. He's like Tom Cruise out there playing football. Oh yeah. So, so he didn't make any of it. He never got drafted because you got to be able to see. You know, you got to. You, you know, Elway was like the perfect guy, six whatever. Mm-hmm. Looks so be able to look over everybody, throw fire bullets. You know, stuff. It's changing now. These guys got to be able to do both. And Bryce, you know, he can do that. I mean, so okay. if that's who they want, I would probably, I would probably agree with that pick with Alabama. Well, see, I'm going to do this with one and two here, I, and I'm not going to give you what I. This is what I think will happen with number one or number two. I think Baltimore is going to make a trade. I think Baltimore is going to try and trade Lamar Jackson to either Carolina or Houston for their pick. And whichever one they get, the if, if Carolina doesn't trade it away, they'll get Bryce Young. If Houston doesn't trade it away, I think that Houston and everybody's saying they're going to go with C.J. Stroud, the quarterback from Ohio State. That's who I grab. I like him. Let me ask you this question. Name me a good quarterback who's ever come out of Ohio State. 
Well, there's a mediocre announcer, Kirk Herbstreet. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Kirk Herbstreet is about the only real name you can mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. You're right about that. I mean, it's like, uh, it seems like the great quarterbacks always came out of some school that just didn't win. But they've always produced quarterback you. Well, except for Miami. Miami put out a few and they won. Yeah, but then they put out a few good quarterbacks. Yeah, uh, I mean, but, but you're right. Ohio State, Alabama. Look at it's like national champions, powerhouses. Ohio State, Alabama, NFL style quarterback. Nope. Nope. When Nebraska won it all, led the nation in rushing. People were screaming, "We need to open it up!" Oh, we need to open it up. We need to air it out. Well, we're the national champions, and we led the nation in rushing. I don't know. That's probably a good combo. <laughs> you know, like maybe we don't need to. You know, because because your when your dad watches when your dad was alive, God rest his soul, when he was alive, did he did he want to see a good NFL quarterback or did he want to see the Longhorns win the ball game? He wanted to see the Longhorns win the fucking game. The end. That's right. That's it. That's it. That's why we're here. That's why we play. All right, next pick. Uh, so we're both uh, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. I, I think that there might be a big trade that shakes things up, but we'll see. Uh, the number three pick is the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals are going to have a new coach this season. Um, they still have the most overrated quarterback in the league. Um, what do the Cardinals need? Do They, do, they got receivers. Uh, do they need defense? Because that's what everybody is saying they're going to take. Okay, the Cardinal. Now I have they have here. I, I have uh, what's who's the guy with the bad hair? What's his name uh, for ESPN? He has the third pick going. Yes, the Titans making a big trade and taking over the third pick with a, with a trade with Arizona. But uh, very interesting. Um, with the third pick, um, hold on a second. Let me find a better website. This 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 sighting. This site's pissing me off right now. Um, number three, um, uh, a lot of people are saying that Arizona is going to draft outside linebacker from Alabama, Will Anderson. Yeah, he could, and he could possibly go number two. Actually, yeah. you know, so yeah, he could go Bryce Young, and then, and then that kid. Um, I think so. uh, personally, I think what they should do is they should take the kid from Georgia, Jalen uh, Carter. And that replaces, I mean, you, you put him on the defensive line there, unless you're going to beef this kid up from Alabama and have him as a, a edge rusher. Um, but you need to replace J.J. Watt somehow. Well, you're not going to replace him on the dance floor. That's no, for sure. that, that is for sure. But it, <laughs> it, it, it's the Arizona Cardinals, and, well, they, they really suck, so. Yeah, they do. They do. It's, 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 in fact, is Larry Fitzgerald still playing? Uh, uh, has he finally hung it up? I think he finally hung it up, but I'm not sure. Um, yeah, what, what is it? So, uh, you know, when it gets down to like, when it gets down to like, uh, you know, when they draft linemen and linebackers and things like that, I mean, these obviously are the guys that know, you know, what they need. I mean, I, I, when I, you know, when I look at teams and, and I have a, my own picture of, 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 of them, like when I think of the bears, I think of a, just a boring team yeah. and stuff like, you know, I, I can't, I, I can't know all of their needs, you know, like the front office. It's, it's like when I say, I love on ESPN when they do like uh, the, uh, 
the Winnipeg Jets have fired general manager Tom Johnson. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> if the general manager of the Hartford Whalers got fired today, thank God they scrolled that under there because I was hoping Jim Stevens would have got that job. You know, like, I mean, you know, I always love that. I mean, I always do. I, he's not on my fantasy team, so I don't right. care where he's employed. Uh, the fourth pick, one, two, three, four. Fourth pick is the Indianapolis Colts. A lot of people are going to say they're going quarterback, and they're talking about Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Another quarterback. Uh, I don't think this is going to be. Is he a quarterback? Yeah, Anthony Richardson's the quarterback from Florida. Florida, yeah. I don't think this is going to be the – the quarterback year. Remember when Roethlisberger went and, uh, and uh, a bunch of them went that year? That was like a quarterback year. Oh, yeah. The year that Eli went. Those this is, these guys are nowhere near the talent of that, those classes. Oh, no. Um, but they, you, they tried to equate it to the, the, the Marino draft. You remember the Marino draft had Elway and fucking, uh, what's his name from Buffalo, Jim Kelly. And they're trying yeah. to equate this draft to that. Please. Yeah. Yeah, these guys are just these guys are begging for quarterbacks, you know. Uh you know, it's fine. Are you you know, are you saying this is like the fourth pick in the draft? Yes. Wow. Well, what's his name? He's got him way down there. Uh, he's got the Colts taking Will Levi's from Kentucky. Ugh. Uh the Colts Colts have left up. So they're also on a quarterback. You know, the, the the Texans can take they I mean they can draft uh Whoever they just gotta have somebody. They just, just thank God they're getting somebody because you know there's. I mean, where do they need help? Who? The, the, everywhere. everywhere. You know? Oh so, yeah. I mean, Houston, Texas, whoever they awesome. take, I just hope that they take somebody that'll help them because you know they were pretty sad. Pretty sad to watch. Uh, all right, the fifth pick of the draft, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, let's see. Experts have them picking a defensive lineman. I have Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, they I say Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter's here on this pick sheet as well. Defensive tackle out of uh, Georgia. Um, what I think they should do, I think Seattle should draft a new fucking coach. <laughs> Is Pete still there? Yeah, Pete's still there. Oh man, I, you know that guy's hard to watch. Yeah, um, yeah, they they need a new coach. Yeah, I don't. You know, he's one of those guys I just can't stand. I just can't stand watching. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's I, tough. I, I, I know Jimmy Johnson is not one of my favorites, but uh, I've grown to love him. I've grown to like him because of his – I don't know why when the crew is, is at the studio, he's on his boat in Miami. Why doesn't he have to be there? Because he's Jimmy fucking Johnson. That's why. Okay, well. That, yeah. That's why. Yeah, you can borrow my final net, Jimmy. Go ahead and spray your hair down. But uh, – yeah, they need a new coach because just because I can't. Stand. But I, I've never been a big Seahawks fan. Yeah, I, I hate him. And and here's another. There's another reason why Jimmy Johnson's on his boat. That that right there. Just how about them Cowboys? Yeah. I know. Hey, Jimmy, you could probably hang glide with those collars on your shirt. Whatever. <laughs> um. All right. So we've gone through the first five here. Now let's have a little bit of fun here. Let's go to number seventeen. And I've been holding a name back. I've been holding a name back. Number 17 is your beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. I am correct that they are your favorite team, correct? Yeah. Um, yes, they are. 
The experts have them taking a cornerback out of Penn State named Joey Porter Jr. Now, Joey Porter, didn't he play for the Steelers? Yeah. Yeah, he's a linebacker. Okay. Yeah. Do you like that pick? I, 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 It's okay. We also are looking at a kid named Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. Um, so we're looking. We're obviously looking for some defense. Any one of those kids is probably great. I just hope we get lucky. Maybe we can get Bijan Robinson. Stop it! You bite your tongue. You bite your tongue. We'll talk about. We'll talk about that young man here in just a second. I'll take either one of those corners, Emmanuel, or I'll take Joey Porter Jr. Uh, because he, you know his dad was a great player. Um, but uh, I'm gonna you blow know, your mind. Obviously, I hope I, I love. I like Mike Tomlin. I think I loved him as a coach. I still like him as a coach. Omar so Epps. If that's what we need. I'm going with him. That's also known as Omar Epps because those two have never been in the same room together. Um, who's a who? Who's the Steelers quarterback? Okay, we got a guy out there named Trubisky. I don't. Yeah, I don't oh. want him around. He's just. Oh my God, we have big. Chris Payne news too. I don't know. If oh yeah, we, we, you, we're we're going to talk about that when we're done with the draft. Trubisky, I hate him. I don't want him. I don't hate him. I never met him. I'm sure he's got a nice wife. I'd probably sleep with her. Sure. Um, but uh, <laughs> then we got the kid from Wyoming that's uh, that I like. That's the one I want to play uh, at, okay. at quarterback. For I got it. What's his name? Uh, played in Wyoming. Um, oh, Is that he, Darnold? Like huh? Is that Sam Darnold? No, we just. Who can, you know, can he who pick, pick up Sam Darnold though? Somebody did. Can he pick it? Can he pick it? Well, yeah, no, that's who I want. The, the back, I want Trubisky out. The backup is this kid from Wyoming. I can't. I, it'll come to me in a minute. Here. I'll look it up. But uh, but then just can he pick it? Why did we draft him? If we draft, let's use him. Let's uh, let's play him. He's he's from Pittsburgh. He's right there. Let's I mean I let's give him a name. shot. If I don't see him in the lineup, why did we waste a pick? Um, Stinkfist is the one who gave me that name. He also said Hendon Hooker from Tennessee is the best quarterback in this draft. And I have to disagree with that. What's quarterback's job, Joe? To uh, delegate the offense and lead the team. Quarterback's job is to win. And that's it. Lead the team, delegate. I mean, know everything. You have to know every other guys. Just need to know their assignment. You got to know everything. You lead the team. You're a leader, and 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 you you make your you know. Hey, Steve, you're in the wrong spot, buddy. You're supposed to be in the pistol position. Come on over here, buddy. I know it's tough to remember. You know, and he that quarterback has to know everything. He's the smartest guy in the field. He's the guy that's going to lead us to victory. Who's won more college football games in the last four years at quarterback? The quarterback at Tennessee. The quarterback at Alabama, the quarterback at Ohio State, or the quarterback from Georgia? Ooh, well, with two national championships, probably the quarterback from Georgia. Stetson Bennett. If the Pittsburgh Steelers take Stetson Bennett, you can. I, I, I will say that there will be a Super Bowl in your future in two to three years. But everybody you know says what? he's too old. He's too old. He's too this. He's too that. He wins. That's all he does is win. Okay, wait a minute. Is, he was in college last year? Yeah, he won. I'll be too old then. Who is it? too old? He was in college then. Hey, I mean, well, I thought we you know, we drafted a quarterback last year. I think it was last year, and, and that's where it's going. But I, I will, if you grab this Stetson Bennett kid, uh, 
then uh, I, I'll be, I mean, I, I won't wait. We can have nine guys, nine quarterbacks on the roster, you know, and I don't care. Uh, let's just get one that can, that one that can win. So if they draft, it would look pretty stupid. What do you guys just draft a quarterback every year? But, uh, uh, like you said, he wins. Guys, guys win. He was in the know. playoff all four years of college. All four years. Not even Trevor Lawrence did all four years. All four years, Stetson, and they say he's too old. He's just as old as uh, Lavar or Lamar Jackson. I got to tell you. I got I to tell you. Stetson Bennett, to me, good choice. Stinkfist says, you know who else won a lot? Tim Tebow. Yeah, but here's the problem. Tim Tebow got a Heisman. He's cursed. Stetson Bennett didn't get the Heisman, did he? Yeah. Oh, and, did he? Uh, oh, and, shit. Oh, I mean, shit. If you line up, uh, uh, oh, who's a, who's a better athlete, too? Yeah. I mean, I love old Timmy Tebow. He's got. He's a good kid, but he's just, he's oh. like that guy that on the playground that's always going to beat you. Yeah. But yeah. he's just good at a lot of stuff, but. Yeah, darn it, darn it! I didn't realize that he was the 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 Heisman winner. Never mind that pick then. Never Stetson mind. won the Heisman. Yeah, 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 I think yeah he won the Stetson. He won the Heisman last year, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, now we got to go to my beloved Dallas Cowboys. Of course, they're either talking about offensive line or defensive line. I say no. I say the Cowboys need to do whatever they can to draft up and trade and get Bijan Robinson out of <laughs> the University of Texas, for the love of God. I mean, come on. The burnt orange. It's bad. I mean, I mean, I mean, for him, if he, if he becomes a Cowboy, I'm buying that jersey immediately. You know what I mean, right, Joe? Of course, you know, I know. I can only imagine your jersey and shoe collection of stuff. But of course, the Cowboys, they because they're Texas, uh, uh, they're gonna gra- they're gonna grab a white Mormon kid, a tight end. <laughs> now, see, I I keep hearing tight end, either the white Mormon kid or the white fucking Catholic kid out of Notre Dame. Um, oh, Stetson Bennett has never won a Heisman. Well, then Stetson Bennett's my pick again. Yeah, said, yeah, who was Bryce Young won it? Didn't he? Bryce won it. Oh, last year. there you go. He's cursed. So there you go. Yeah. Stetson Bennett's the guy. I'm telling you, he, he goes to the Steelers. I think you guys win. And guess who is the greatest player right now? I believe it's the XFL. Who? Georgia quarterback AJ McCarron. <laughs> Winning the XFL. <laughs> we'll see it down. We'll see it at Taco John's tonight for dinner, oh, buddy. Boy, you know Bert, you you know Brent Musburger's trying to call all those games so he can see his fucking girlfriend again. Boy, Kurt, look at her. Oh man, Kurt, the things I do to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, Caleb that's- Williams won the Heisman out of USC last year, wrongfully. Who did, oh yeah, that oh that, the USC quarterback one, well, Caleb, yeah, yeah the former Oklahoma, Oklahoma Sooner. Yeah, yeah, that guy didn't deserve it. That guy so didn't deserve it, but they gave it to him anyway. That's where we think we're going to. In fact, that's where we're going to lose our the top. If you look at the top pick, two out of the three uh, agencies, uh, his name is something real. Uh, real uh, he's out of Arizona. His dad was a Cornhusker, probably going to USC. Then then 
he's been hanging out with Lincoln Riley, and they think he's going to go to USC. Go ahead, go ahead, go to the big city, go to Watts, where it's, it's like you're you're in this dirty, filthy big city going to school instead of coming out with the ivy-colored walls, mm. the the Cornhusker women, Amen. the beautiful sorority girls, and the wow. ivy-covered walls and the tradition. But whatever. How do you not work in the recruiting department? I know. I should be. I, I should be sitting at the table of so many milks. I mean, mothers of players that want a scholarship. I should be talking to their moms right now. You saying, should be. You know what? The first thing I care about is educating your boy and keeping him uh, here on spring break so that I can rendezvous. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. All right. You you sent me a picture this week, and and I got I got to say it haunts my fucking dreams. Wait, the the picture that you sent me, I, I I promise you, I will not ever get rid of that picture, because it's max volume. If, if anybody in Reno knows max volume, you know Max. Hey, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, I'm Max Volume. Um, max Volume is 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 radio. I I want to say royalty, but. That's throwing the round. Look, look. I look at Pat Martin in Sacramento as radio royalty. Like, like that. Who does the who does the 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 the, 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 the labor or the telethon? The kids, Jerry, Jerry. He, he's the Jerry Lewis he is. of radio here. He, you know, you know, it's really like is. not like he's the most spectacular. Thing. I love you, Max. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but but he's just been around. Max yeah. Volume has been. How do you get a name Max Volume unless you didn't start when, you know, he probably announced the Ten Commandments when they came out, you know. And yeah, I, he's been in radio here forever. Go ahead, though. I, I, and, and, and truth be told, I love Max. Max is a great guy. Um, he, he's a little intense. And, and whenever I would come back to the town uh, for a market visit, he'd always get to take a picture with me. Uh, so he can give it to his boy Johnny, who's an accomplished musician now, and and Johnny's a good kid. Um, but you sent me a picture of Max on stage with Brett Michaels. Yeah. That that w- w- how did that happen? How did that happen? Okay, first off, there there are two venues in Reno. If somebody comes and we're talking like you know, we're not talking. Um, you know, uh, let's see who like Taylor Swift, you know, mm-hmm. showing up. We're talking, you know, the Billy Idols, the Brad Michaels, right, right, right. The uh, you know, the uh, Joe Trees, things like that. Not, right? not, not big A list performers, but but at one no, time, but, but, you know, but talented and bringing a crowd, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the ticket prices are unbelievable for these things. Um, I, I just can't even believe what people are paying, but anyway. So there's the Grand Sierra, which has a great uh, theater and uh, design for shows like that, really good. And then there's the Grand, C- and then there's Grand Sierra, mm-hmm. which uh, yeah, which is downtown, and it has a. So he's, I believe, he's at the Reno Event Center downtown. Okay. Uh, the other night, Brett Michaels, uh, he did call me and talk dirty to me. I was okay, not appreciative. Um, but uh, so Brett Michaels is a performing. Of course. I would work security. I work security a lot for some of these shows because I'm not going to pay 600 bucks for a front row seat Smart to move. see Billy Idol, uh, you know, uh, effort and fall out of his pocket. Right. So, um, uh, but uh, he's always there. Max Volume hey. is at every show. Hey. Every single show Max hey. Volume is at. Hey. And somehow hey. he gets tickets. And- hey, hey, easy on the effort in jokes. Some of us use effort in. 
I use it myself. That I'm not afraid to admit that. Yeah. That a boy. All right. Keep going. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I, uh, cause I fought the champ. I got my teeth knocked out. <laughs> All right. So Max is there. You're working Max security. Is every show. He's always in every show. Right. And, uh, nicest guy. But like you said, he's the one guy that he probably, if, even if he didn't smoke weed and I don't, I cannot say that he does or not. So please don't quote me on this, but he's just, he, when he talks to you, you think he smoked weed just the oh, way yeah. he's talking to you. It doesn't make yeah. sense. It's kind of trailing yeah. off, and it's about probably David Coverdale of White Snake or something, and uh, and and so you don't know what he's talking about. You just agree with him because he goes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that's 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 that. Oh, he's he's, he's yeah. on stage with Brett Michaels singing, and you know it goes against every fiber of his being singing. I think they were singing "Talk Journey to Me" or what's another one that they were. Uh, Ain't nothing but a good time. No, no, Ain't nothing uh, but a good that's time. Great. Yeah, huh? Ain't nothing but a good time. And, yeah, <laughs> ain't nothing but, I believe it. Yeah, Max Boyan is not the guy that you see, you know, in a thong no. uh, on spring break, on spring break. So, no. you know, he, yeah, so he's up there singing, and he's, I, I'm not a big fan of his voice on the air. I'm not a big fan of, of the thing, and I don't mean that in a, in a, I love Max like you, I love him, but uh, there's a certain, yeah. you know, the, the NPR guy is the guy I think of yeah. on the radio. And that's, but he is a horrible singer. Please stop singing, Matt. He is so bad. I'll, I'll never forget this. And look, it, look, it, I would come to town and then Max would always somehow corner me and give me one of his CDs. And I would oh. never listen to him because I, I, I already knew ahead of time what to expect from those CDs. And, um, I'll never forget when I found out because I, I I decided I broke down one day and I played one of them, and there was something off about the CD, and I couldn't figure it out what it was. And then I figured it out. What I figured out was it was missing a generation. You know how when you would record stuff, um, like if you had a boombox and you recorded the TV. It didn't sound you, you. You heard that that hollow sound in there, right? That, that chinky hollow. Yeah. yeah, and that's missing a generation because you're not recording. Max recorded all his albums in the studios at the radio station, and those are not those are not music quality production studios. No, those Here's are for commercials. Uh, the, the the microphone that that cord needs to go into some kind of a mixing board. The guitar goes into some kind of mixing board. Everything goes, and then we mix it together. We level out. You can't just sing like you did when you were a kid, yeah. you know, and just or your Kramer uh, making movies for you know to sell, where you just videotape in the movie theater. Yeah, and and yeah. Max did that, and 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 God love him. He found a way to put out his music, and that's his passion in life. And I have no problems with that. But the big news this week in Reno Radio, and everybody's told me about it, is that a certain ex-friend of mine is now running things at the former 2900 Sutro building, which is no longer at Sutro. That's a gas station. It's a maverick. Yeah, which I will never go to. Um, so Chris Payne is in charge. I, have you listened to the station since he's been put in okay, charge? Okay, well... Just as of yesterday, Chris Payne, and, and I can't believe we're using uh, this format to announce uh, uh, corporate moves, yeah. shakeups, corporate shakeups. I mean, we'll probably be talking about Bezos, Zuckerberg, 
Jake and Pain, all in the same sentence. <laughs> so, so Pain is now the program director yes. at Pure Rock 104.5, KDOT, also uh, KOZZ. Reno's Classic Rock 105.7, KOZZ. By the way, they, they leap, he leapfrogged Max. I want to point they that out. Well, Max is retiring now, oh, too. Oh, is he? He oh. announced his retirement. I did not know that. Oh, my God. What will he do? How will he fucking annoy people then? I know. And then where's Jabe? Jabe. Thanks, Mom. Don't use a D. Call me Dave. Call me Jabe. Oh, from what Jabe. I understand, he was uh, he was uh, vominosed. He he got the old axe treatment. He he was treated just like me. No, but he's been there for a while, but he's now gone. Oh yeah, Jabe's gone. That's why that that's why Chris is in charge. Yeah, Jabe is gone. Obviously, but Jabe was up there till the end, right? He was there for Jabe was there for a long time. That team, then he took over. He was both KOZG. He was, I think, operations manager for for some time. He was, and uh, yeah, and now it's Chris. Well, hey, I, I said it on the air the other day. Oh, my God. How are you? How are you? I can only listen, Chris. All death tones all the time. <laughs> death tone radio, 104.5. Thanks, Chris. I, I, the death tones. I, I wished him I, on the air. I said I wished him luck, but TikTok for that doors, those doors to be fucking shuttered closed. Um, I, I just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But hey, what like you, I said, I mean, what do you do? You know what you do? I mean, if I was a pro, what an easy gig. I take a look at what's banging. Who, who's? Let's go to Austin, Texas. That's a hip town. Let's go to their uh, their uh, uh, rock station, their alternative rock, whatever. What well, the playlist? Fax that to me, buddy. What's your program director? And I'll just throw that all over here. I'm good to go. How much um, work do I got to put into this? All right. Before I let you go, you worked up at the Sutro building, and we were talking about it. Everybody loves when I do radio stories. Um, do you have a favorite story from the Sutro building? Uh, I could probably tell you a couple. I mean, so I just want one. one I, of them was, I remember once, let me tell you people of this, and I would only talk about Arnie State if it was fact. Okay, it's fact. And I know when I talk fact of Arnie State, he doesn't care. He's going to say, let it roll mm -hmm. because it's fact. But there was a certain, there's a certain fantasy girls, it's called. It's a, it's, it's this club where the ladies disrobe yeah. or whatever. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and every man has gone. Are you okay with telling, letting people know that you've actually been to a strip club, Arnie? That, that's fine. It's fine. I, I don't have anything to hide. Yeah, because no, we, we've never been to Arnie. We, we always treat women with the utmost respect. Yes. Don't ever worry about that. You, if you ever want to be on a date with two perfect gentlemen, ask me and Arnie out. We'll go with you. We'll be fine. Okay. Uh, he was, he had a few, this is his drink today. He had a few too many. And every time he did, we try to get him some water, he'd spit it out. And we were like, no, swallow the water, Arnie. And he just kept spitting it out, I remember. You just kept spitting it out because you're, okay, my mouth's fine now. And you spit it out. And we kept saying, swallow the water. You got to keep it in you. Anyways, uh, that was back in, uh, when you were, I believe, you had a few cocktails that night. Maybe a few. Maybe, maybe a couple. Uh, I, do you know why I enjoyed going to that club? And, 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 and this is a true story. Um, the reason why we always went to Fantasy Girls and we didn't go to any other place is because Chris was a DJ at Fantasy Girls. And when you go in there and you hang out with the DJ, 
the girls don't bother you for lap dances. They won't come over. You know, you know how when you go to a strip club, or at least the way it used to. I haven't been to a strip club in almost 20 years. Um, but, uh, like, the girls just come up to you and go, well, you want to dance? You want to dance? How's your night? You want to yeah, dance? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're there with the yeah. DJ, nobody bothers you, and it's fantastic. Right, and that's why I don't, you know, listen, if you don't have fives and singles in your pocket, they're Johnny Dork, whoever you are out there, you don't sit up with your elbow on the stage, right? No. Pole, whatever, because guess what? Those are the guys that are able to stuff money down the g-string or whatever you know you don't see so me being the cheapskate that i am because today i would have to cash my entire uh i'd have to get my tax return just to get seated in a, in a strip club um <laughs> so i'm not kidding you i'm so so i go to this mr d's it was called oh. it was, it was, and so i go in there and i sit as far away i'm sitting at the bar i want a couple of beers i i i told a friend of mine she's gambling I, i'll be right back I just been so I went across the parking lot to Mr. D's and I'm sitting there and I go to the bar very I'm the only guy at the bar, I'm way in the back. It's just a dump, it's a dive. And I'm sitting here and of course she comes up, she's very very attractive, you're a very nice lady. I'm we talk um, um yeah, well I'm I I said I'm just having a beer. I I I don't want to insult you. I said I don't want to insult you. I don't really have the money, you know, to, I think would be appropriate for you. Oh, okay. You know, it's fine. I said, that's why I'm sitting back here at the bar. You know, I'm not sitting up there, whatever. I'm just having a beer. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the scenery. It's very nice, whatever, blah, blah. So then I, so I get another beer and, you know, it's one of those 10 ounce sick. This is way back in the day too, like five, six bucks for a, a shot glass of beer, whatever. Right. And, and she wanted to laugh it. And I was like, I don't want to insult you. I, I don't. I don't come near what you would. I would pay for a, 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 a love connection dance with you, whatever. <laughs> right. So she goes away. And I said, so I order another beer. She comes out and she just screams. I see you had enough for another beer, though. Oh my God! Holy I, shit! That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because you know what? This beer looks much more appealing yeah. than that hand-cooked tire. That's hang oh, just forget it. I wouldn't even go into what I – I didn't say anything. But I was like, yeah, she's always oh, had enough for another beer. I was like, classy. This yeah. Is a, this is a classy place. I remember when I, when I first moved to Reno, there was only one real strip club in town, and it was on Wells, and it was called the Pink Pussycat. And I went in there once, and oh, god damn, that place was rough. I mean, that place was rough. Yeah. And, and I went in there. Joe, you and I met at Hooters in Reno. And I used to hang out with the cooks at, at Hooters. And we went to the Pink Pussycat, and I told them all, I said, whatever you do, do not get roped into buying these girls' drinks. Sure enough, they go in there. I see a guy with a bottle of champagne. I see a girl order a Long Island iced tea, which was a $19 Coca-Cola. And I'm like, you guys are fucking morons. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm Captain, uh, uh, you know, budget guy. You know, I remember Nick Danger was doing a live remote. There. Now, get this, people. Okay, you get paid $100 an hour mm -hmm. to watch Monday Night Football in a strip club. That is America's greatest gig, yeah. okay, mm -hmm. right off the bat. 100 bucks an hour to watch Monday Night Football in a strip club. That was Nick Danger's gig. And so they had I good food. 
Huh? And they had decent food. Not as good as the men's club, but they had decent food at Fantasy Girls. Yeah, and right off the bat, the, 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 you know, the menu at the strip club is not your first concern, okay? Right. So, you know, you're, but it's funny, it's a part of you, you know, most guys, most guys have cashed their paycheck just to make it to halftime in the strip club. Mm-hmm. You're getting paid to be here. You know, you're getting paid to sit here and watch. So I remember it was dollar, uh, dollar tequila shots. Or dollar tequila, it was either, it was dollar tequila shots, yeah. So, uh. Uh, I go. I had like eight bucks. I tell Nick, "Oh, I'll be down. Yeah, this is great. No cover. It's Monday night. You know, uh, dollar dollar shots. So I, I get. Yeah, give me one of the the dollar shots, and I'll take like a Budweiser. I had like eight bucks on me. I'm like, I'm gonna sit here all night and and drink. Um, or no, no, it's dollar beers. And I ordered a shot at the kill with it. Yeah, give me a give me a dollar beer. And so she comes back, nine dollars, please. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. I I had like eight, I had to borrow a dollar. All right, you have a good night, Nick. I'm out of here. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was a good time. All right. I mean, I, I, the girl that I had I got to see on the pole, she works the Tuesday breakfast shift too. So you know that's not gonna look very good. <laughs> All right, Joe. Hey, you have a good weekend, my friend. We will talk again next Thursday. All right, buddy? I love you, buddy. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it always. See ya. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
Leroy shooting dice. And at the edge of the bar sat a girl named Doris and oh, that girl looked nice. Well, he cast his eyes upon her, and the trouble soon began. And Leroy Brown, he turned to mess about a mess with the wife of a jealous man. And he's bad, 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 Leroy Brown. So this is not a bathing suit that my daughter wears on a regular basis. I bought it on clearance specifically for this example for parents who wanted to learn. Just before you guys come for me, that's what I'm saying. She's saying do not buy blue bathing suits. Let's go. This is why you do not put your children in blue bathing suits. Look how difficult it is to see her under the water. And this is in calm water. This is not with a whole bunch of other kids playing and splashing around and having a good time. That's not difficult. Even look in the sunlight. Look how difficult it is to see her with that bathing suit on because it's the same color as our environment. So do not buy blue bathing suit, guys. Don't buy blue bathing suits. Well, uh, I have officially seen the stupidest video of my entire life now. I, I, I saw the story in passing just now about not buying blue bathing suits, and I wanted to see what the fuss was, because you can't see the kids in the water. I just watched the video. I could see the girl the entire time. Yeah, I mean, the kid ain't blue. The, the kid will be underwater for a while, then it'll turn blue, sure. But, 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 but you can see the kid's legs. Don't buy blue bathing suits. Where is that fucking meteor to hit me? <laughs> Our country, man. I, I got to tell you, our country has just fucking lost it. Uh, did you get the Will Clark video I sent you? The great, yeah. Oh, I've seen the Will Clark thing where he's watching the guy. It takes like 36 seconds to run the bases for a home run. Will Clark is genius on that podcast. I've seen a few of those. Uh, I saw that last week. I was wondering why they can't make out the kid's head or legs. Is she wearing a fucking burqa? 
When she said, ooh, even in the sunlight, can I'm like, I can see the kid perfectly. What Are you blind? Maybe you should go to an optometrist. You can't see your kid in a blue bathing suit? Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I, seriously. Weird, Ellis, who tested the lifeguards, used a blue or black dummy at the bottom of the wave pools. Yeah, exactly. Saw those. Uh, you know what? I got. Let, let me just say this. Let, let me just say this. I am truly surprised that that swimming pools are still allowed in this country. Humanity's only hope is if people like this continue to have more kids. No shit. Jesus Christ! We have to safeguard everything in the world now. I mean, it, look, look here. I would never, ever put a pool in my house, and it's not because of the cost. It's not because of the inconvenience of changing the pool filters. I found cleaning pools was one, a very therapeutic thing for me when I worked at the water park. I loved it. Do you know why I will not put a pool in my house? Because it, I can't have a diving board. That was the best part about swimming pools as a kid was the diving board. Can't have any in there because it can you too many head injuries. You got too many assholes using it then. In my first, let's see, they were popular until I was at least 16 or 17. Yeah, I learned how to swim at five. So from five to 17, I never broke my neck using a fucking diving board. Special kill says sharks. No, pools are fine. Pools, I will go in. Bodies of water that are oceans, rivers, streams, no. But, Arnie, you can have a diving rock. Hold on a second. You know what? Real quick, just, uh, no. Uh-uh. No. You, you know what? D- diving rock is the equivalent of when I order Dr. Pepper and the fucking place says they have root beer. Oh, the diving rock. The diving rock is the biggest fucking lie being sold to consumers in the pool industry. What if the pool has salt water? I won't swim in it. No, uh-uh. You, you give me chlorine. I like the smell of chlorine. Uh, I want a pool. I grew up with one. Swimming is the best workout. It works out. Cowboys girl, could you be less fun? Could, I, I, I mean, seriously. Let, 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 hold on. Real, just real fast. Just... Nobody buys a pool to fucking work out in it. See, this is why I don't want a pool. Because I ain't going to swim. I want a diving board so I can jump in and splash people. I'm fat. Diving boards are fun. No, you can't. We can't write insurance on diving boards. Get too many mom runs. Well, don't put it on the wrong fucking end then. Put it in the deep end. Well, you can only make it so deep. Make it deep enough for a fucking damn diving board. Good Lord. My God. First of all, you can't have fucking diving boards, and they give you this fucking rock, and then people want to use pools for exercise. What is your name, Michael Phelps? Pools for diving and playing Marco Polo in. Marco!
Follow. Good Lord. Enough of my rant now. And buy your kids blue bathing suits. Don't be a fucking pussy. Um, they, they're, they're trying to scare us again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they're talking about it once again. What are they talking about? The dreaded bird flu. Since 2003, 873 bird flu cases in humans have been recorded. I would like to point out that that, that's 20 years. So if you multiply 20, or you, you divide 873 by 20, it's a little less than 44 people a year globally get infected. Not die, not not sprout wings in a beak, but they get affected. Scientists in Canada found H5N1 from Red Hawk spread between ferrets. Of all the directly infected ferrets, only a single infected animal survived. And they're worried it's going to jump to humans next. I was never a big fan of diving boards until I saw Back to School, and it changed my life. The Triple Indy, the greatest dive ever, by Thornton Mellon. Fucking A, great fucking movie. Um, this is what I'm really growing tired of, this, this continual fear-mongering that's going on that the World Health Organization and the CDC do. They're like, oh, wait, wait people aren't paying attention to us right now? Well, well let's roll out another fucking flu. Pretty soon we're going to start hearing about SARS again, probably. Monkey flu. You remember monkey flu from a couple years ago? Remember that, that was going to be devastating. That was going to kill us all. Then there was a hog flu. <coughs> that's, that's what happened. Every time you coughed, you'd squeal like a pig for swine flu. Now, the swine flu was real. It was real. People got it. But not to the effect that they wanted it to be. There weren't billions of people affected by it, and it didn't kill billions of people, just like COVID didn't kill billions of people. I got an email a couple couple days ago about bird flu, and I was like, <sighs> Zach just texted, I'm waiting for mad cow to make a comeback. Well, I'll eat that meat. Oh, it's going to make me go insane? Really? That's going to make me go insane. Monkeypox? Oh, I remember monkeypox was going to be bad. Is the number one rule now at at um at the World Health Organization or the the CDC is rule number one: Let's scare the shit out of society today. How can we scare the fucktards in society? Ooh, let's roll out something cool. Ooh, let's call it, hmm, ooh, iguana fever. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, honestly, are we going to get giraffe cold? By the way, why didn't we call COVID bat flu? 
I mean, I, I realize that we could no longer call it, you know, the Chinese flu because it came from China and that was racist, even though Ebola comes from the Ebola region. But that's not racist for some odd reason. <laughs> it, it just makes me laugh. I mean, the overprotection, and, and they're showing this video again in the bottom of the little girl swimming with her blue swimsuit on. I can see her perfectly. And by the way, mom's wearing a blue shirt in the video. I can't see her. I'm here to let, let, let me let you in on a little secret, everybody. I don't like I, I don't like letting this secret out very often. But if you live your life, there are bad things that are going to happen. You're going to get sick. You might get hurt every now and then. And, and maybe by no fault of your own. The world is a rough place. When you walk out your front door, you are no longer safe. And by the way, you're not safe in your house either. Most accidents happen inside the house. And that's what they are. They're accidents. I don't want to see kids drown. But if a kid's favorite color is blue and you don't get him a blue swimsuit, what kind of fucking monster are you? Can you not wear green or brown in the forest? No shit. I mean, <laughs> we have to bubble wrap everything. for, And I'm not against taking precautions. You know, it, 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 watching watching Little Roscoe, I understand why people, you know, close their, their, their electric outlets. I get that. Because kids stick shit in there. As a kid, I stuck a bobby pin in there and got thrown like four feet back. Why? Because I was a stupid fucking kid. Kids make mistakes. Kids are going to get hurt. Kids are going to fall out of trees. So should we outlaw trees? You remember as a kid, how many kids broke their arms falling out of trees or broke their collarbones falling out of trees? Or they broke their collarbone or arm riding a bicycle. Are we going to outlaw bicycles because bicycles are dangerous? I mean, we've gotten to the point where, where, where we've, we've child-proofed everything, but so wrongly. If you're riding a bicycle, I, a little, little physics question here for you, and biology and physiology. If you're riding a bicycle and you're the age of 10 and you're a smaller bicycle, maybe not a big bicycle, and you're riding it down the street and a car plows into you at 35 miles an hour, what does the helmet do? Well, uh, well Arnie, it, it protects from brain injuries. Yes, but if you're decapitated in a car accident, what good was that helmet? See, what we do is we like to put these, these wonderful, like, like, decorative bows on these kids. And these decorative bows are supposed to be what protects them. The elbow pads, the knee pads, all these pads kids need to ride bicycles. Well, I grew up in a different generation, and I'm here to tell you. Drunk driving was a lot more tolerated back when I was growing up, which meant there are more drunks on the road. Now, I'm not saying I'm in favor of that. I'm just drawing the picture. Do you know what was not mandatory as a kid growing up? Wearing a fucking helmet on a bike. Do you know what we used to do to kids who wore helmets on bikes? 
We would alienate them and then probably gang beat them up because they were pussies. Jen says, speaking of things that are not racist but still confuse me, white men can't jump. Sure, it was funny 20 years ago, but aren't we past this yet? A remake now in today's age? So does that mean we can also make a movie called Black Men Can't Swim? Only because it's funny and true? Are we not there yet? To the point where we can poke fun at each other equally. I wish we could make that movie. Make some parents feel safe even though they grew up in our era. This, this, this facade of safety. And, and look, you know, if you disagree with this rant, you have all the opportunity in all the world to disagree with my rant. If you think having kids wearing helmets on bikes is a good idea, more power to you and put your – look, look, I would never force my kid to wear a helmet on a bike unless I knew he was going to get a ticket. Then I would. And I'd be like, look, man, you can ride a bike for five years, then I'm going to teach you how to drive so you don't have to wear that stupid fucking helmet everywhere you go. So dumb. The facade of safety. I, I, I think that's what our country has turned into. I don't know when it happened. I, I, I really don't. But, see, they don't want to do the stuff that makes you safe. Watch where I take this. You teach your kids not to ride their bikes on the street. That's number one. Because streets are for cars. I don't know about you, but when if I'm driving down a neighborhood and I see one of those signs, slow down, kids are at play. I try to run those over. Because to me, that's just stupid. You're, you're giving kids the opportunity of not getting out of the way. We didn't have those when we were kids. When we saw a car, if we were playing in the middle of the street, we would yell, car. And lo and behold, I never got hit by a car. Knock on wood. But now we got all this bullshit. Got kids wearing helmets. Hell, we used to make ramps. Do you remember that when you were a kid? You'd make a ramp. You'd find something. If you found a fucking piece of plywood somewhere and you were like, oh, this is perfect. And you would start from a block away and you were fucking hauling ass down the street. And you hit that ramp, and you jumped, and you pulled your bike up, and you got all kinds of air. Everybody, see, this is how kids are stupid. And I was a stupid kid. I did this shit all the time. Tommy was talking about, you know, using a trampoline to dunk. We built these ramps, and and we built them to jump into the yard, which, hey, that's fantastic. But right before the yard is a sidewalk. And if you don't get enough air, you're going to hit the sidewalk and you're going to get scraped the fuck up. We never thought about the landings. Think about that. As a kid, you never thought about the landing. You just knew you were going to pull it off, even though you had no training at all to pull it off. You'd ride your bike, your huffy, your red line, your whatever, your mongoose, side to side going as fast as you can. You'd hit that ramp, pull up, and you'd be in the air. You'd be like, oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like, fuck, the ground is coming up. Nine times out of ten, you'd crash your ass. And hopefully it was in the grass and it was fine. 
Sometimes if you, you pull up a little bit hard or something, you, you end up doing a tabletop and your head hits the side of a Volkswagen and you're knocked out, for example. I thought those signs were to inform drivers that slow children were at play. <laughs> Stolen cinder blocks and broken plywood. Oh, that's a perfect ramp right there. Uh, you get your friends to lay down and you jump over your friends. Never wanted to be the one on the end, though. Oh, no, we wouldn't even do that one, no. Uh, we were told by parents, you can't lay down. I know cars were built better back then, but you'd do some damage if a car hit you. You're damn right they would. We were resourceful and used our heads. We were creative and self-reliant. This was one of me and my siblings' favorite things to do, build bike jumps. Oh, amen to that. Now they sell already-made ramps, fucking pussies. I would never use an already-made ramp. That's terrible. We'd ride at the river. There was a long jump down a steep hill. You had to stop before you went into the water. I mean, that's what made it fun. See, I, I, I personally think, and, and, and I'm glad I don't have kids, and I'm going to do everything I can for little Roscoe to make sure he has fun growing up. Anyone build a quarter pipe for their skateboards? Uh, I, I, we had a guy who built a half pipe in his backyard. I wouldn't go. I was terrified of that man. Skate. I, I rode skateboards, but I rode them just for the fact that I didn't want to walk. I couldn't do any tricks. I couldn't do an ollie. I, I, I literally, I couldn't do any of that. I was, I, I was glued to the board. And going on a half pipe? No, thank you. Uh, but I know a lot. I, I knew a guy that did, and there are a lot of people who fucking broke arms and clavicles there too. Ogre says we didn't have bike helmets. If we we're gonna do something stupid, we'd find the kid with a plastic batting helmet. We uh, we are building a half pipe in our yard now for my oldest son. Nice, but see, and and, and you remember growing up, you, you, you know what. Two things that piss me off, and I'm just going on a, a rant right now, and I hope you guys don't mind. Two things in society that 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 just make me make my blood boil. Or that one gutter in the road was slippery for no reason, but everyone go real fast into it and then sideways slide on a bike before eating shit. Oh yeah. There's two things in our society that just fucking irk me to death. Number one, bumpers at bowling alleys. And, and, and you want to know why I'm so angry at bumpers at bowling alleys? I'll tell you. I'll be honest with you. Because they weren't around when I was a kid. And, by the way, if they were around when I was a kid, my father would never let me fucking do that. You 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 want you want to talk about lying to your kids? If you take your kids bowling, it, it, up until about the age of eleven or twelve, if they get any pins down, that's a that's a moral victory for a child. No bumpers on, uh, and and then the other thing that just fucking irritates the shit out of me are the giant nets around trampolines. You know how they have them enclosed now so kids don't go flying off? That was the fun of the trampoline was trying to make kids fly off. 
the trampoline is single-handedly probably the worst invention for children of all time. I don't know anybody who ever owned a trampoline that didn't get hurt at one time in their life. My parents knew that that was a death rocket for me and refused to even... They told me I wasn't even allowed to play on trampolines, let alone own one. I still played on them. Ogre says we had a slip and slide, put it on a small hill, took flying leaps on that shit, always wiped out, and we were covered in grass, water, and dog shit. It was glorious. I remember, man, when slip and slides came out, you know those fucking parents, the first time they put that slip and slide in the yard, and you got the kids in the neighborhood using it, and then, you know, fun time's over, and you pick up the slip and slide, and you've got nothing but a streak of dead grass, last time slip and slides ever used in that yard. (laughs) Oh... What about at the skating park where those walkers made out of plastic pipes so kids don't fall? Fuck, that was the only way I learned how to skate. Is the, Yeah, exactly. You can't give them all these out. We didn't have skate parks. I wouldn't have gone either because, like I said, I only used a skateboard so I didn't have to walk. I busted my ass so many times on skateboards. We had battle royals on the trampoline. You jumped on it until you bounced off another kid. Yeah, that's what trampolines were for. And and look, look, as a kid, and it, it, it reverted into my adulthood, I hate, I hate bowling. Literally, I hate it. And the fact of the matter is, is that as a kid, my Uncle Duke, who, uh, he, he was the guy who put the windows in the St. Louis Arch. He was a world-class bowler. Now, what that meant was that he would get better as he got drunker. But my Uncle Duke had like five 300 games. He was, he was an accomplished bowler, whatever that means. And whenever he'd come to town, we'd always take him to a bowling alley because he liked to bowl. And I'd always go with him because I liked him. And, I, and, of course, once again, being the chosen child, he loved me. And, and he tried to teach me how to bowl. And I remember, I remember the first time I got like five pins down and didn't throw a gutter ball. What an accomplishment that was. And you're taking that away from your kids. Because what you're doing is fake. There are no bumper guards in life. Oof, that'd be a good title of a book. Because there aren't. So what you're doing is you're failing your children with that. Ew, I want the bumpers up. Fuck you. No, you don't want the bumpers up, you pussy. And the best yet, the local McDonald's playground, which was placed on asphalt. Oh, I'm telling you right now, that 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 old. Um, by the way, um, I have a new TikTok page. I know I said it earlier. Um, my old one got hacked. I was I I would get 200 views for uh, in like in a minute or, or or an hour, and then not have any the rest of the day. I put up a, one of my jokes today. I already have 500 views on it. Um, it's at arnieradio.com, or you can go at the real Arnie State Show 17. One of those two, and it's got my Super A in the logo. If you want to follow me, if you're on TikTok. But that's where I put up all the jokes. And today's joke, since I, I started a new page, how do you get a dog to stop humping your leg? 
pick him up, suck his dick. The other one, um, shit, I can't remember what the other one was. Hold on. Let me see. Hmm. Oh, yeah, the only pirate to ever pee on his women, R. Kelly. There you go. The McDonald's player, let me tell you about the McDonald's player. McDonald's playground was 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 just like every other playground. Let's tell the truth, shall we? Let, let, let us old fucks tell you young kids about something. Playgrounds are death traps, okay? Jen nailed it. Sometimes they were on asphalt. Sometimes they were on those bevies of rocks. You know how some people like to design their front yard and have rocks out there? Well, sometimes playgrounds would have that. And you would have that under, like, the monkey bars. Now, if you were a fat kid and you didn't have a lot of upper body back strength and you couldn't pull yourself across the monkey bars, well, guess what? Your fat ass fell on hard asphalt or rocks. Then you thought, oh, okay, things are safe. Let me go on the slide. Which should be called the zip of death. Because first of all, you have to climb up, and I know every single one of you have climbed up one of those metal ladders, and it wasn't quite stable in the ground. You could move it a little bit. Everybody's laughing right now thinking about that. And you would go up to the top of that slide and you would sit down on what was like lava. That slide was so fucking hot because it's metal and sitting out in the sun all day. And you fucking sit on that in a pair of shorts and you slide down. You've got like 16th degree burns on your ass. Oh, I'm telling you this right now. Fucking playground. They, they should they should be called death grounds. There was nothing fun about those things. Uh, everything was metal, burnt your skin going down. Oh, it was terrible. Ever play on a playground in Bakersfield, 115 to 120 summer? A lot of skin was lost in those months. Hey, in Texas, same degrees, my friend. Fuck that hot metal slide. That was part of the excitement and the thrill of the playground, all the metal equipment and hard surfaces to maneuver around. And remember the spinning metal thing? Oh, that thing was the wheel of death. You would get going so fast, and inevitably the smallest, weakest of us were flying through the air. Either you were flying through the air or vomiting on every picnic that was going on around there. Then when they changed things to plastic, it was Shock City. Oh, absolutely. But still dangerous. I just want to point out, whoever thought that playgrounds for kids were a good idea is a fucking sick, deranged human being. Yeah, I, I picture this guy showing up at the city planning meeting, and he's got a handlebar mustache, and he's twisting the ends, going, yes, I think we'll put a, middle, a metal slide in the middle of this playground, this torture ground, I mean playground for children. I mean, and, 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 oh, oh, here's another one. With my first job when I was a teenager, I got burned by the oven every day. Don't, didn't bother me because I had high burn threshold from the metal slide. 
My elementary school took the monkey bars out after a few years because we kept doing cherry drops off them and kids were getting hurt. Um, I remember being so jealous of the girls that could do cherry drops. I was always too scared to do them. My elementary school uh, took the uh, pole bars out after a few years because we... Okay, you already said that one. Um, I I didn't like the pull-up bars because, well, I couldn't do a pull-up, so fuck those. But let's talk about what everybody went to the playground for. We all went to the playground for the swings. You remember? When, when, when you go back, you tuck your knees in, and when you go forward, you put your legs out to gain speed. And I remember no matter, every time, this would happen every single time. And why does it happen? It happens because kids are stupid. I'm sorry, kids are ignorant. That's the one day I'll say kids are ignorant, unlike Kamala Harris. What else do we know about this population, 18 through 24? They are stupid. Yeah, see, see, they are. 1824 is stupid. Little kids are ignorant. And I almost like to, because it's too weird to have a grown man just sitting at a playground, I don't go. Even though I have a T-shirt that says free candy. But I, as a kid, you would know every single time that some dumb fucking kid would walk in front of the swings. And you knew what was going to happen. You knew that kid in the swing was going to go back, and as they're coming through with their legs extended, what how? And hit that kid. That was something you look forward to on the daily. It would be like, you know, back in our day, we were allowed to play dodgeball. We all knew the kid. And, I mean, and it, like, as kids, we were gangsters. We were walking down the hallway going, you are going to get lit up today. We knew who was on the assault block when it came to dodgeball. There's one more. There's one more game that, that, that it was on every playground. Now, I ain't talking about basketball. We, we talked about the round spinny thing. That was terrible. Swing sets. That, more teeth were lost from swing set injuries than anything else. More third-degree burns were given out on the slide from hell. Not to mention how many tetanus shots did you have to get when that thing rusted and then cut you. Oh, where is that? Oh, there it is. Uh, Mary, uh, Mary go round was like being Rodney King. Well, I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. <laughs> Mary go round. That's what spinning wheel of death was called. Okay. The other thing was tetherball. Oh, tetherball caused some fucking awesome fights. Foursquare had more fist fights than, but yeah, Foursquare was fun. I, I liked Foursquare, but there, those, those would just be fist fights. Fist fights would ensue during tetherball, but usually it was because somebody got smacked in the face with the tetherball. We've all seen it. We've all seen it. Playing tetherball, somebody's taller than you, and they fucking whip that thing around, and wham! Right in the fucking noggin. Once we popped the dodgeball and played a volleyball instead, broken fingers, noses, black eyes, and loose teeth. That was the, and, and you know what? That's the beauty about being a kid. 
Uh, Trash Panda says, we spent all day filling up empty Pepsi cans with water, then stacked them up, made it wall six feet high, then jumped off a ramp through the wall. We never thought about the landing on the cans full of water. Tetherball was my jam. Oh, uh, look, look. Tether, a lot of people. I hated Tetherball. Hated it. But, I mean, being a kid, it, it used to be a lot of fun. And now there's just a safety label on everything. I'm sure Tetherball isn't played. I know Dodgeball is fucking frowned upon. Hopefully somebody had the good sense to take out the fucking hot metal slides. I know swing sets are still around. So there's still course, there's still a cause of injury coming up. But man, oh man. And, and like I said, I, I, I'm sorry I went on this tangent. Every once in a while I go on these tangents. But after seeing a video where a lady says, don't, wear blue, don't let your kids wear blue swimsuits because you can't see them, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say, you're a terrible parent. I don't know anything about you, but I, I, I know that if you think that wearing a blue bathing suit is bad for kids because you can't see it in the pool, you are an awful parent. We played tackle football in asphalt parking lot. Got sucker shoved by older kids before snap and broke my wrist. When I saw that motherfucker again in high school, he was the same size and I was a foot taller. Suffice to say, he was awfully polite to me at all times. Yeah. Bring back Smear the Queer. Oh, great game. And I mean, look, look, if you don't need girls, you, you might not know this game. So Smear the Queer is essence, it's football without enough players. What you would do is you would take a Nerf ball that was probably chewed up because somebody left it out in the fucking rain. And now the Nerf ball weighs 19 pounds and it's fucking hard as shit to throw. And somebody started picking at it, so now it's all beat up. What you do is you take that Nerf ball and you throw it straight up in the air. And whoever comes down with it, they have to run to the end zone. The opposite end zone. You can't go to the close one. And usually you had five to six other people playing, and they would all tackle you at once. Hence the name, Smear the Queer. Now, a little inside facts here for you that a lot of people won't tell you. Sorry, guys, I have to out this secret. And guys, I mean males. Um, if there was some chance, that we didn't like somebody that was playing with us, instead of throwing the ball all the way up in the air, what we would do is pretty much just toss it to them. And they would catch it, and they would look up, and then wham, hit by five people. Yes, no teams, every man for themselves. Arnie, the Nerf ball was always chewed up because of someone's dog was gnawing on it. Imagine playing dodgeball in third world nations with goat's heads. You not only get hit, but you get splattered with maggots and smear the queer in the Middle East is like an execution sport. I I did love playing Foursquare. I could spin the ball like a motherfucker. I did I like Foursquare. First time I was ever on TV as a little kid, they they had a, they were they came to our school and they were filming and we were playing Foursquare. And I'll never forget, because I didn't know it was gonna be on TV. My grandma called. And she's like, is Arnie missing? Because I just saw him on TV. True story. When I played Smear the Queer, we didn't play that way. We just played whoever had the ball kept as long as we could, almost like a game of tag. 
Uh, Ogre says, Adios, Familia. Have a great Thursday. All right, my friend. Last story of the day. We have to, uh, we, we have to take a, a small little trip here. Um, and it, it's not where you think we're going. We have to go to Colombia. A reminder, Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. No, no, it shouldn't. Also, this shouldn't happen. A 53-year-old man went to a local hospital complaining of pain in his anus. Now, that literally is a pain in the ass. Um, doctors were left stunned when they found out what was going on. Um, the patient who has not been named went to a local hospital complaining of pain in his anus. Doctors did not see anything during the regular physical exam. But when the x-ray re- revealed that there was a large light bulb stuck up his ass. <laughs> I love this. This is written so perfectly. No, his name was not Richard Gere. It was not clear how the light bulb got up in there. Uh, yes, it is. He or someone shoved the light bulb up his ass. I don't know how it got there. You can't say that. You cannot say that. You cannot say, oh, I don't know how it got there. Like, like, like if, if, if you were on vacation for like three weeks and you came home and there was a big bag of cocaine on your front door, you could literally say, I don't know how that got there. Okay? Because you were away. Now, you've got a light bulb stuck up your ass and you go, I don't know how it got there. Yes, you do. You fucking liar. Light bulb up the ass. Not a bright idea. Hey, now. It was unclear how the bulb was removed or whether the individual suffered any long-term damage. Doctors said the lucky the bulb did not shatter. Oh, they, they had to go through the gut to get that. I mean, and, and here's the question that everybody wants to know. Did it work afterwards? I mean, I mean, if it came out in one piece, let's hope. You're going to try it, right? I, I mean, what, what, what kind of scientist are you? I mean, as soon as I, 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 I take that out of the dude's ass, I'm going to dry it off and, you know, wipe it off, and I'm going to put it in the light and see if it works. Jesus. After they teach him about objects not to stick in your ass, he'll be enlightened. There we go. <laughs> Ryan Dunn already used that excuse with the tie car up his ass, right? At least try a fell on it. Right. I mean, at least you, you got to say something. You can't go, oh, I don't know how I got in there. <laughs> what kind of fucking person are you? See, this is why I can't be a doctor. Because I'd be sitting in that ER. And, and let's tell the truth. If I was a doctor, the only job I could probably get would be a doctor in, in Columbia. I'm not going to be running Dallas General anytime soon. I'm going to be at Columbia, you know, Med Center. We're treating some guy over here for a yak bite, and this guy's got a light bulb stuck up his ass. But I don't know how I got in there. Jesus. 
All right, that's going to do it for us. Every time he gets offended, his friends say, lighten up. There you go. That's the way to end it. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow is Friday, everybody. Get ready. So until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. V Coop, great job on the song. It will be moved into the lineup for Shizzle. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Thursday night. And adios, everybody. First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistleblower and the youngin's dream of growing up to ride. On a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound, no one could change my mind but Mama tried. On an only rebel child from a family meek and mild, my mama seemed to know what lay in store. Out of all my Sunday learning Toward the bed I kept on turning Till mama couldn't hold me anymore And I turned 21 in prison Doing life without parole No one could see me right But mama tried, mama tried Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading eye denied That leaves only me to blame Cause mama tried Without rest, wanted me to have the best. She tried to raise me right, but I refused. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried. Mama tried. Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading eye denied. That leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. That leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. There's three gods in Texas. The Almighty Self, Arnie States, Buster Welch, and George Strait. You just met one of them. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.